Yes, yes, people, we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another edition of the Manchester United Liverpool show. Manham United podcast meets the analysis at Anfield podcast. So please keep all your comments, all your questions, Manchester United or Liverpool pool related make sure you do that but run up the likes first and foremost run up the likes share across all the socials and subscribe to the channel sarcasm city tv as well we do have the liverpool representative in the building ryan is in the building also joined by my don eddie as well because there's a lot going on as always with manchester united so i thought yo let me go grab my guy eddie and get him on stream ryan what are you telling me though you good yeah good man how are you Oh, bless, oh, bless. You already know. Eddie, my brother, what are you saying? You blessed? All good, all good. Finishing the day off, so might as well hop on with some real ones yeah. every time. You already know, fam. Big you already know. Eddie, bro. And large up everyone in the chat. Like I said, keep all your comments, questions, Manchester United or Liverpool related. As you can see from the title, Bruno Fernandes and Casemiro, rumours of moves to Saudi Arabia. And our Liverpool, a defensive midfielder away from the Premier League title. Because that's what I've, that's that's the, been a conversation, and it is an interesting conversation um, at that. But like I said, run up the likes first and foremost, man. Likes is way, way, way too low. You know what I'm saying, get us up to 20 likes. Share across all the socials. Make sure you're following at Sarcasm City TV and subscribe to the channel Sarcasm City TV. Roll to 9,000 subscribers. Hit the notification bell. Warrior J, I see you. Big up Eli as well. Ravi in the chat. To see all the regulars, all the new people. But Warrior J says, question to the Liverpool fans. What's your view on the performance against Brentford? Would you say your overall feeling of that game is relief? And do you think Van Dijk is back to his best? So two questions in one. Floor's yours, Ryan. Um, the performance, I was at the game, like the performance, it wasn't anything special in it. Like it really wasn't anything special. Like three no makes you look comfortable. It wasn't the first half, like wasn't comfortable like they had a couple of you know chances they had that in Buemo one-on-one where after we had a free kick and they cleared it and then Buemo went in good save from Allison. um and second we got the goal second half um they started off the second half really well actually Brentford but then we kind of stepped it up and we got a couple of goals game was over so it wasn't a special um, you know a great performance but it was we got the job done at the end of the day, comfortably in the end. And it was relief, to be honest, because obviously after the last couple of results, obviously one was in the Europa League against Toulouse, which is like, it was a terrible performance. But in terms of the result, it's not the end of the world. Like we still, we should still be topping the group quite easily, to be honest. We're still in a good position in the group. So that's not really a big deal. But that nice. Luton game, we needed to get back to winning ways after, <laughs> we needed to get back to winning ways after that Luton game as well. Mm in the league so yeah that we just needed especially with the injuries we had as well going into the game we had quite a lot of injuries going into the Brentford game that you're looking at you just saying just get the result just go into the international break and you know with the win and yeah we did that in the end so it was relief and in terms of Van Dyke, it depends on what your class is his best to be honest like his best like if you're talking pre-injury Van Dyke. I don't think he'll ever get back to that level because that level was just like, it was a phenomenal level that I haven't really, remember I'm 23 people, so I didn't see like, you know, all these like Maldini's. You didn't see the greats before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Van Van Dyke pre-injury is probably the best level that I've seen from a centre-back, to be honest with you, in terms of level, um, pre-injury. 
I think he's definitely back to being... For me, he's been the best centre-back in the league this season, isn't it? That's just me. Man and Saliba? It, I think those two have been the two best, in um, in my opinion, comfortably. I think those two have been kind of clear of everyone else so far this so far this season, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, if any Arsenal fan... If anyone wants to say Saliba, I wouldn't argue it. I think it's close between the two. Um, for me, I, I, I'd say Van Dijk edges it so far this season, but I think it's close, in it? I don't think one's been clear of the other. I think they've both been absolute top quality. Um, but I would say probably Van Dyke, but that might just be my bias as well, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, he's definitely looking, he's looking really, really good at the moment, really. And I'm really happy as well because um, he had a poor season last season. There's no denying it. He was poor last season. Um, you know, and I had my worries about him, but I think with him, it's it's two things. I think the captaincy's definitely definitely helped him um i think Klopp deserves massive credit for that because i would have had doubts over giving him the captaincy last season as well i i didn't see him as kind of a the captain do you get what i mean but he gave him the album and he, he does really seem to have it does really seem to have um upped his game and he deserves a lot of credit for that um you know it's like he's taken on he knows he has more responsibility he knows that he has to he has to lead by example because he's the captain now he's the leader mm-hmm. um and I also think as well with him, I think he's probably he's probably realised his strengths and weaknesses now in terms of he do, he has lost some pace since the injury. Yeah. I think that's completely understandable since the injury as well, because it was a terrible injury. And also he's getting older as well. He has lost a bit of pace. And naturally because of that, I think last season and he was he was still relying on that, not realising that he'd lost it as well in a way. And I think now he's realised that, nah, I've lost that pace. Now I have to, even though his IQ has always been very high, because, mm-hmm. he, was so, because he was so physically amazing, a Rolls-Royce, he could just get away with it. He was a Rolls-Royce centre-back. Like, Sorry, I'm just, I'm just laughing at you saying he was physically amazing. That's just funny to be carried no, but so, in terms of like, hey, he had the presence, <laughs> pace, and power. Like, I know what you meant, right? You just made me laugh. I know what you meant, right? It just sounds yeah. funny. You know what I'm saying? It's just the way you said it, man. That's all, man. I know you got Van Dyke in your eyes, fam. It's cool, man. You know what I'm saying? I could, <laughs> nah, I could hear man, how you talk like... about him in glowing terms, yo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, like... On, man. But like, in terms, I think he he's no, he knows he has to rely more on his IQ now. Yeah. Um, so you can definitely see that in his game now and I think since that Newcastle red card as well because if you actually look at that Newcastle red card it was because he was in a poor starting position so he couldn't mm-hmm. recover in time and then ended up making a rash decision so I think right. he's learned from that as well and realised that now nah, I need to use my IQ more now I need to rely on that more now so I think that's what he's doing and he's, be- he's been outstanding this season whereas I- I'd say there are we're doing well in it, you know. With one point off City after um twelve games, um, so if you'd have asked me, if you said to me that the before the season started, I would have said, I would have said, now nah, you're lying. I'd I'd never thought we'd be a point behind City at this stage, especially with the whole new midfield and the state we were in that last season. But I will say that there are three players that I pretty much I'd say carry this team on their backs at the moment, and Salah that's Allison, Van Dyke, and Salah. Those three are carrying this team at the moment, in my opinion. Like, is that not a bit strong? No, I would because don't get me wrong. There's other players that are playing well. Like, for example, Nunes is playing well. He had a very good game against Brentford, actually. To be fair to him, he was even though he didn't score, he was he was very good. 
So Bosley has had a very good season, even though I think he's been he's been crap the last couple of weeks since the Forest home game. Mm-hmm. But he's had a very good season overall, very good start. But I I just think those three are the ones who are that I just feel they're carrying this team at the moment, in my opinion. Like those three are the main standouts. Like you've got Trent, but I don't think Trent is playing at his best at the moment. I don't think he's playing bad, but I don't think he's playing at his he's best. Not, he's, he's not his absolute best. You know you can get yeah. more better from Trent. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, he's still got levels to go up, in my opinion. But I think those three, Alisson, Van Dijk and Salah, I really care. I think we're very, very reliant on those three at the moment. Like, you know, you look at our defensive record. We've got the best defensive record in the league at the moment with joint really? with Arsenal. Yeah, we both conceded 10 Arsenal? league goals. Oh, seen first. Go on, City, City conceded 12 now because they conceded 4 to yeah, Chelsea. They got, yeah, they got, yeah, yeah, they which did, is did. criminal, by the way. They're not getting enough criticism for that. How he conceded 4 to Chelsea, man. I'm like, sure you will. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you uh, criticize yeah, that's him. That's your lane. <laughs> that's your lane. <laughs> I just think... Cause he, no, I'd say for no conceding 4 against Chelsea is criminal. Position. I don't care. What I agree. Is. I agree with you. No, no, no. There's no disagreement from you whatsoever it is criminal i'm just talking about the criticism and eddie mentioned it as well i know you are criticizing them enough for at least the channel i know that much i know you are what, criticizing what you them every i know you are criticizing them for that every chance you get is what i'm saying and rightfully so i just know what you're like that's all now nah, i'm not sure agenda went ages ago but i just nah, think, that's not I'd agenda though anyone, it is awful. I'd say for yeah, I that's not an agenda. Because he's four to Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, that's not an agenda. It's facts. I'm just saying. I know you will criticize every every chance you get. That's what oh I'm yeah, saying. yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know um, that's all it is. Yeah, but in terms of like our defensive record, it it doesn't exactly tell the full story in it because I still mm-hmm. because of a lack of DM. We are. It is very easy for teams to get at us, which which is and I wouldn't even say like our defense apart from Van Dijk and Allison are playing well. Like Trent. To be fair, Trent's not even been that bad defensively this season, so I'll give him that. To be fair to him, but you know, Van, you know, Kanati's not been good. Matic's been all right. To be fair, Simicas is a bozo, even though he didn't have a bad game the other day. But like, he didn't have a bad. He had a. He didn't have a bad game against Brentford. He was actually quite good, to be honest, especially second half. But like, I just think Van Dijk and Allison are just carrying it at the moment. Like those two are are the reason why our defensive record is that good so far this season because it's not as if, you know, we're looking defensively so solid or anything. I think those two are just saving us. To be honest with you, like if we didn't have those two, any of those two the other day, we're getting beat. Like let's be real against Brentford. Like they were getting at us at times too easy, and Van Dijk and Allison were just stopping it. So like, so yeah, and Salah is obviously like Salah in it. He's the talisman. Like so. Yeah, that's why I say those three are carrying us because those three are the ones that are really, really standing out um, consistently. So that's why, it's, and that's why I say it. No, oh, fair enough. Hey, large of everyone that is tapped in as well. Continue to run up the likes. There's over 40 people in here, only at 17 likes. Like check, one, two, one, two. Let's get us up to 30 likes, people. Let's get us up to... Hit the, hit the like button. When you enter the city of sarcasm, run up the likes um, and hit the subscribe button as well. We're at 8,622. Three more subscribers. If you don't want me interjecting and stopping the conversation, just hit the like button and subscribe. Three more subscribers get us to 8,625. And obviously, this is the Manchester 
United Liverpool show. So keep all your questions, Manchester United or Liverpool related and switching to Manchester United. Don't worry, I'm starring all the best questions. But if you do super chat people, that's one surefire. That is the only surefire way to make sure we get to your question is indeed to super chat. Because obviously I'm here with two very opinionated people. Well, three, because I'm very hmm. opinionated as well. But Eddie, your thoughts. You mentioned this earlier when I was doing Man United with Ivorian in regards to the Bruno Fernandes. Well, you didn't mention Bruno Fernandes, but the Casemiro rumours, both of them rumoured mm -hmm. to be wanted by teams in Saudi Arabia. So we'll start with the obvious one, Bruno Fernandes. Would you sell into Saudi Arabia for those reported figures of 100 million? I don't know if that's euros or pounds, but thoughts on that, Eddie? Fuck off. Are you kidding? Oh, yeah, that? Listen, hey, it's not my money. Of course I would. Um, Is this legit? I would for 100 million for him. Um... Casemiro, I would hold on to. Uh, Even for the 100 M's? Even if they offer the oh, 100 M's for Casemiro? Yeah, if, it's a, if, it's, if it's 100 each, then they both got to go. That's Thanks. just... But at yeah, the yeah. same time, I will will never be okay with giving this manager more money to spend at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts, 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 facts. Right. Facts, um, facts. Simply put, I know people say Casemiro was a club signing. Well done by the club. So what was Mount? Was Mount yeah, a club so. signing or was he a, a manager signing? I think he was a manager signing personally. Right? He That's was a manager signing. So which one, which one has actually proven themselves more? And by that case, which one should I believe more? Should I give more money to? And in addition, it's just... <laughs> See, people... People in their footballing opinions, I think, are just colored by their perceptions of football, not necessarily what's going on on the pitch. Mm. Um, not so much their perception of football, but how they feel about the football, right? How they what they want to see, um, not what successful football is. We mm. always talk, you and I always talk about successful football being a balance between athleticism and technical ability. Absolutely. Um, when, when, Ryan can talk about his front three. Salah, as, as a finisher, has a technique that gets the job done. And as an athlete, he gets the job done. Um, when you talk about Nunez, Nunez, now we all have our, you know, our, our opinions about him. But one thing you can say is he can finish. More difficult. It's weird. He finishes the more difficult chances than he does the easier this chances, is which is strange. But he's a unit. He's an athlete. And then off the left, I think, who was it off the left? Um, Jota has been playing off the left recently. Who has been? Jota off the left. Jota, yeah. Jota's more a bit on the technical aspect. But who's flanking him? It's Ra It's Trent, right? No, no, no. It'd be is a bit more on the athletic side as well. Um, technically, technically okay, but more on more towards the athletic side. When you look at United, Casemiro is one of our only athletes on the pitch. He's one of the stronger ones. He's one of the more tenacious, tenacious ones. When you look at Bruno Fernandez, this listen, I, I'm pretty sure I got eighth grade hoopers who are more athletically gifted than Bruno Fernandes. You know what's crazy? Sorry to cut you off. I think I'm more athletically gifted than Bruno Fernandes. And, and, and I'm built like a Kit Kat. 
So you people are mixed up with PMP, like yes, I'm literally built like a chocolate finger, and you I think I'm, 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 I'm more athleticism. You know what going. he is? He's a marathon yeah. runner. That's what he is. Yeah, he's mm -hmm. a marathon runner. He has yeah, no yeah. burst, no quick twitch, no speed. He can just run around a lot and put himself in position to give a souvenir to the children who are lucky enough to come. To <laughs> he has not. How many goals does he have? Maybe four or five. Okay, whoop the freaking do, people. I think a couple of them are penalties, though. A couple of them are penalties. I think a couple of them are penalties. I think he's got one. I think he's got two because he scored against Fulham from open play and he scored against Burnley. And then he had the penalty, I think, against. Did he score two or twice against Forest? I think one of them was a penalty. So it's four or five. He's 30. He's yeah, age 30. Where I lax from. Um, he's age 30. Uh, I, I'm not even having the chat on, but I know Iron Chef Kaneki out there cooking up some vicious. Yeah, he, I know he, he, he ain't playing. Yeah. Um, you So people love to talk about Casemiro's age. They don't like to talk about Bruno's age, which is strange because they're practically the same age. That is very, that's a very valid point. I think it's like a year between them. At least a year months, between them. Something like that. But go on. Um, and if we're having serious conversations, who has contributed more to United getting a trophy? Casemiro or Bruno? Mm -hmm. I think we know the answer. Fence. Now, this romanticism that people have with Bruno comes from a dark place that we were in where it was Ollie and he was scoring 29 and 17 and 17 assists, whatever the fuck it was. Mm -hmm. But those days are over. And this would be the second season in a row where he's not even come close to that level of output. Yeah, that's facts. You know what? That's a very, very valid point. People act like that output is still continuing. Like, oh, he gets goals and assists. He don't anymore. We're not there anymore. No. And remember the conversation was, yeah, get him a striker. And we got him a striker who's competent because he's shown that. Even though he missed the two chances against Luton, he's shown that. Hoyland is of a, is of a at least decent level. To the Is point he where top scorer you, in Champions League? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you give him enough chances, he'll score. If you mm -hmm. create for him. Like, so what and we so we, ha about, what we have a And we have an Aiden Bruno who has not created for our striker. Imagine. Scott McTominay has more Premier League goals than our striker. This is now nine games without a Premier League goal for Rasmus Hoyland. Now, I think a big part of that is, you know, Champions League games are more open. People are actually playing football. Um, they're expand the game's more expansive. People are going up and down. Whereas in this league, you're probably going to run into more teams who sit behind the ball. And so for me, I have always said this. Bruno is not the guy to carry us where we're trying to go, even build towards where we're trying to go. But I do believe a Casemiro is. I, agree I, I do believe that the likes of a Casemiro in our squad, he's a respected, he's a made man. Simply put, he's a made man. This is a guy where the kids who are looking at him and have understand the history of what he can, what he's done in this in this footballing world. So, Bruno, if he's a hundred million, get it and don't turn away. Like for me personally, this manager saying that he wanted um, Scott McTominay, McGuire out, and then turns around and talks so highly of McGuire. It's weird behavior. 
And he should have taken, we should have taken that money when we had the chance. If Saudi Arabia drop a hundred M's, I'll take the money and hopefully the manager is out. But at the yeah, same I token, flawless, at the same token, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. With this Radcliffe situation, mm-hmm. and from the looks of it, him coming in, to me, he just looks like a fall guy. I agree. I agree with you. I don't think you can. people can look at this Radcliffe situation and act like he's going to bring some substantial change to United. Mm-hmm. I think if it happens, it's a stroke of luck. We just happen to luck into a good squad. But I can't trust him getting that much money as well until I see it. Now, what he talks about starting the, the rebuild process. I saw something. He'll talk. He'll think he's talking about, you know, Selling a Martial, Sancho, Casemiro. That, did that wait? Did that come from Ratcliffe in regards to this quote unquote? Just, just journalists. You know how the journalists speak, so it could be a bunch of bull. Okay. But let's just operate as though that's the case. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk hypothetically. Okay, I was just clarifying because it's crazy how I'm hearing news about what Ratcliffe wants to do, and he's not even in charge yet. But you I did. So shout out to Ivorian because he's posted some of the things that they've said and some mm-hmm. of the players that we're looking at in January. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if this is what we're going to be looking at, then fold the club up immediately because we're not even looking at high value players. We're looking at these guys from the Brazilian league where didn't we just get our fix of Brazilian talent with this bum ass dude they call Anthony in our in our squad? Casemiro had to prove it before he came here. We bought Anthony on a promise of him being good. I'm not here to buy any of these Brazilian players anymore on a promise of them being good. I need proven players, proven players, proven young players. That means you got to drop the bag for them. And so, yeah, I'm not with this, you know, keep Bruno. I mean, keep Bruno, get rid of uh Casemiro. I'm not with that at all. Nah, so, yeah, man, that's where I'm at with it. That's low, I hear you. In regards to it, like, I'm in agreement, like, any fee from Saudi Arabia for Bruno, sell him yesterday. Let's just clear that up. Sell him expeditiously, without doubt. But Casemiro, <clears throat> I like the 100 million. Like, in regards to, if it's 100 million, yeah, there isn't a player I'm keeping for that. I don't think there's a player worth 100 million in our team. So any of our players. So that includes a Casemiro. That includes a Varane <clears throat> as well. But I'm all for I'm I'm all for it. I hope the rumors are true. More so for Bruno, not Casemiro, because yeah. yeah. I still think Casemiro can be extremely effective. Because we've seen that. Because the craziest part is Ryan half mentioned it, not in regards to Casemiro, but him talking about City conceding four goals and how Rodri looked in that game. Now. Eddie, think, let me, and to everyone in the chat, think about if that was Manchester United and we went to the bridge and drew 4 all, and Casemiro was in the midfield, not by himself, but like he was exposed like Rodri was. I don't think Rodri was bad, but I don't think he was great. What would the conversation be? Hmm. What would the the conversation be if he was involved in a 4 all game and was, I wouldn't say get moved to, but having difficulty with Conor Struggling, he's struggling. Yeah. We're struggling with Conor Gallagher at times. What would the even though it wasn't their matchup one and one, but Conor Gallagher's in the midfield and he was probably Chelsea's best midfielder. What would the conversation be? Oh, what would the conversation Chelsea's be? Best yeah, but the point the, the point that I'm making is people always be doing too much. 
Oh, yeah. Because when you look I at the structure of how City set up that game, Rodri was pretty much in there by himself. Hmm. And the defenders behind him decided to have a terrible game as well. Like, what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? And to Malatun, who says, Casemiro's done two, in my opinion. I'm not going to hide it. When Madrid sell a player, they know he's past his prime. Why has he done two? Because he had a great season last season. That's a, and that's bet, I don't that's shout out. Shout out uh, that's what I'm talking about. Mm, Buno. So I hope I said your name, boss. Thanks for the love, and Buno. Um, Real Madrid came out saying after he was sold that he didn't want to sell him, yeah, but he yeah, wanted to leave. This is facts. Because with, and you also, people forget with Real Madrid and Casemiro, the guy who just got a man of the match in the Champions League final against us. So clearly he was still on something at the end of the day. And it is true that Madrid, I think Madrid brought Tremeni that summer, but I still think they didn't want to sell Casemiro. He just wanted to leave. So, um, yeah, they didn't want to sell him. And he, he was still playing at a very high level, clearly, because he just got man of the match in the Champions League final against us that they won. So... Yeah, I don't think it's as simple as saying, oh, when Real Madrid sell a player, he's past his prime. Right? I think that was just, yeah, that, that's not Madison true. saying, but guys, I don't think they miss him now because they have the best midfield in Europe. That's why they don't miss him now. And here's the thing. They have the best midfield. They have they have Chouameni, Camavinga, Bellingham, Bellingham Valverde. Valverde, Modric. There's not a better five. Yeah, there's no. Cruz there is, is still a, there. Cruz is still, there's not a better six. Name a midfield that's better than that six. Nobody, yeah, you could take any. I, I'll go one further. Take Modric out of that midfield, they wouldn't miss him. Take any one and leave the five. Like Pick you can one, tell, on, they have do too much. They come have on, a man. they have a a great midfield, but the midfield they have right now, it's the best midfield in Europe. Not even it's a, it's still not better than that collection of Modric, Cruz, and Casemiro when they were on their game. Yeah, they could they, could they yeah. could they could get away with it right now, right? They could get away with it right now. But in my opinion, they brought in Camavinga and Chushimeni because they were trying to butter up uh Mbappe to make the switch. Like you got your French brothers there, we're gonna bring you up in there too. You'll have somebody to play with. So Casemiro is Again, well-respected as one of the best midfielders in the world. The unfortunate thing for Casemiro is he came to a fan base that has no appreciation for certain types of ballers that do not fit their script. Talk about it. It's that simple. We continuously do this. We continuously bring in high-quality players, other than the likes of, I'd say, uh, Alexi Sanchez where when they come in, they have a reputation and they'll give Angel Di Maria, right? Those two, other than everybody else. We don't give them any grace, but we continuously give the likes of an academy project or a guy who's been here a couple of years, the ability to make a mistake and still see the value in him. How McTominay still gets talked about the way he does needs to be studied and have a 30 for 30 documentary done on it. Right? How a Maguire can now have people saying, oh, you know what? He's actually been our best center back. Meanwhile, we're giving away three goals a game while he's in there. Yeah, that's facts. Yeah, that's facts. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Casemiro is not one of our own. 
He's not a player you're familiar with. You're you're vaguely familiar because you've seen him on the biggest stage. But you're not familiar with him because it's like you did not see him come up through the ranks in the premiership. Like every time you think of a player that we get linked to for a lot of people, it's what have you done for me lately? It's what did you do for them lately? Right. There are more people willing to give Mason Mount time than Casemiro in this certain instance to figure it out. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's what we're dealing with at my United fan base right now. I have yet to hear one person say if the right amount of money comes from Mason Mount, uh, we'll do that. Hell, I've I've heard people say I wouldn't, you know, our teams and shout out to Saeed because them brothers on that stream, they from over here, but I don't know where because they be saying some crazy shit. They talk about Luke Shaw like he's the saving grace for our development as a team. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. That is not Luke Shaw, you know. Nine, what is it, nine seasons in? So we have nine seasons of Luke Shaw to bank on something great coming through, and we have nine seasons of Casemiro playing somewhere else in the highest level to come and sit here and be like, you know what? For a little 50 million, 60 million from Saudi, I'll let him go. We'll get our money back. That's what they say. Like he still cannot play ball. People. Kovacic plays for Manchester City right now. You cannot tell me he's Casemiro ain't better right now. Oh yeah, Casemiro's definitely better than Kovacic. He's definitely better than Kovacic. Without doubt. Without doubt. Like, make it make sense. I'm telling you, it is just us. It is just us who can take these premier players and talk about them like dogs. It's just this fan base. We're about to get into it, Jay. You kind of did. Yeah, we'll, uh, to we'll Jay, with regard to it, for those that don't know, with the United-Liverpool show, we answer questions from both. So there's not a Liverpool segment, then a United segment, then show ends. It depends on the questions that are coming in. If someone asks a great uh, Liverpool question, we get to it. If someone asks a great Manchester United question and so forth. Someone super chat certain, we get straight to it. That's just legit. And Madden, Over- it's Madison. I'm not well, even mad at what you're saying. I'm not even mad at you're saying because those are the facts of life. But what I'm saying is certain players... We cannot be too quick to let go, mm-hmm. especially when we're trying to build something for the future, right? But a player like Bruno, we can afford to let go. Oh, facts. I'm just being honest with facts. you. Casemiro was definitely one of our better players last season. Absolutely. And we deserve to give him some grace. But you're right. He's not getting any younger. But he's still well respected, and he's still able to. He's still good enough. He's yes. still good enough. That's what I'm saying. He's he not a contrib- six. You got to get. They got to get that six thing out of their head. I told yeah. you what he is. Super Saiyan Fred. I he's thought a bad he was veg. your best player last season. I remember times when I was calling <laughs> you was? like Casemiro FC last season because he carried our midfield. Yeah, he carried that like we were talking about Curry, and he carried that. I rate Ericsson, don't get him mistaken, but that's not how like Ericsson and Bruno, and we all know about Bruno, are up to the level where we want to go to. There was times in games where we might not have won, or Casemiro didn't get the plaudits that people would um that people wouldn't mention. I watched them games. I watched them games to say Casemiro didn't have the legs very similar to Fabinho. Would Casemiro be a star or a bench player? He's, the thing is, Casemiro's mobile enough. Casemiro, this is a myth as well. Casemiro is not slowed down. 
don't know where this but came You know from. what people forget with Fabinho? First of all, Fabinho was like next level dog shit last season. Like I was saying, but people forget and flaws can back me up. I That's thought true. Fabinho was declining from before last season. You did say it the season before. And I, looked I was calling out, for, you I was calling out Fabinho during the season. We almost won the quadruple. Yeah, Because yeah, I didn't think he was performing as well as what people uh, made out. I thought he was declining a bit that season. He was still good that season, but I don't. I thought he was declining. And yeah. then the last season, it really, really showed. So, like, yeah, Fabinho mm. was next level declining, man. Like, uh, yeah, that's it. And just to clarify over Casemiro, I don't think any of his poor performances this season or average performances have been because of lack of mobility. I haven't seen no one run past him and I go, eh? But I see Mount get run past by Liverpool and nobody said nothing. Let that have been Casemiro. What would the conversation have been? This is why we need to sell him. His legs have gone. No, players run past players. Why do we act? Why do we love to over-sensationalise? I don't even know if that's a word, but it is now. Why do we love to over-sensationalise? I've been making stuff up on the mic. Things that go on. Like I said, we watch Liveramento run past Mount. Nobody said shit. Nobody said nothing. But let that had been Casemiro, what would the conversation have been? Same way with the with the Chelsea and City 4-4. Let that had been Manchester United. What would the conversation have been? Stop it. Because a player's 29th day did a dirt does not mean his legs have gone. Casemiro is no less mobile now than he was then. Like when I say that last season to now, it's crazy. But again, it's lazy assessment. Mount got ran past of Mount's legs gone. Or did he just get ran past? What we talk, I've seen Bruno get ran past of Bruno's legs gone. Player hit 29, well, hit 30, 31. And people want to say, oh, age. Lazy. Very, very, very lazy assessment. Watch the game. Stop looking at age and actually watch the game. Because there's no moments in games where I look at it with Casemiro and go, oh, that's because of lack of mobility. That Yo, we, we lost we. it. We all saw Caicedo get run past numerous times in that second half the other day. Would you say his legs he's like twenty one? Caicedo's legs, his legs are gone, man. You know what I'm his saying? He's not the gone, same man. as he yeah. was against. As, as At the age of twenty one, his legs are gone. <laughs> his legs is like, what are we talking about? Like, what are we doing here? It's because he has a lot of space to cover by himself and doesn't get support from other midfielders. Any midfielder struggles in that scenario. Go get the most, the most athletic midfielder you want. And put him in midfield by himself. Whoever. Whoever you think. Go get a Chua. I think Chua Meni is quite... We can use Chua Meni. Put Chua Meni in our team. Will he still produce certain qualities? Yes. But will he look how good he is? What are we talking about? Yeah. Rice and Rodri got ran past. So, yeah. Clearly they're done, Kaneki. Rice is, is finished. Like, it's lazy. People act like Casemiro's the only player, like... When it happened in the Wolves game, I think Cunha ran past him. Bear in mind, Cunha, for all his shortcomings and deficiencies, he's an athlete. But we talk, we watch Rodri, who people say he's the best DM in the best DM in Europe. Like, what are we talking about? It's very like watch with your eyeballs and stop looking at age. Like people don't get ran past every single week. Watch every Premier League. Whoever your guy, we watch Caicedo, Bernardo Silva spanning. Excellent turn. Can I say, oh, his legs are gone. I'm saying, like, now, like, yes, certain players do decline, but let's keep it consistent. Oh, his legs have gone. So from 29 to 30 or 30 to 31, there's been that rapid decline. Oh, he's finished. No. My actual main issues with Casemiro this season has been on the ball. That's nothing to do. That's supposed to get better with age. Well, that does tie into the system and the players playing around it, but also him not performing to his best. 
And the crazy part is, if we was performing like this with him in the side, like the Copenhagen, for example, who would people be pinpointing and saying they're past it? Casemiro? Well, no one talks about any of our other midfielders. No one don't mention Bruno. No one don't mention McTominay. Even though these men never had it to be past it, but you understand my overall point. Andy, I'm going to get to that because you keep pointing that stuff. He's just lazy. He's really, he's really he's so, it's such a lazy assessment. Player hits there, yo, his legs have gone. Get, get him to Saudi. Some players do decline, like a Fabinho, but not everyone declines. Not every player declines at the same rate. Players don't turn 30, 31. Some people don't decline at all. Some people decline early. Wayne Rooney declined early. People have different peaks. De Gea, we watched him decline early, not from a physical standpoint. I'm just talking his level. We watched him peak in his late 20s and he was never the same. Goalkeepers normally peak in mid to late days. What are we talking about? But let's continue to run up the likes. Over 65 people in the building. Only at 37 likes, people. Girls up to 50 likes. Yeah, he would have got scapegoated versus, versus um, Copenhagen. 100%. Just. That's what I don't get. Like, criticize for what you see. If someone said Casemiro's not been good on the ball, he's not been good from a defensive standpoint in terms of missing tackles. I go first. Because there's times he's made certain tackles and I'm like, why have you made that? And he's given he's given away fouls. That's not legs. That's decision making. But again, man turned 30, 31. Oh yeah, his legs have gone lazy. And just to this, Andy, because you keep dropping this link, dropping this stat in the chat. Uh, flawless United stat twenty two. So this is the year twenty twenty three. The season twenty two twenty three games played twelve points twenty one. Uh, twelve games played twenty one points goal difference zero six place. And then this season twenty three twenty four games played twelve points twenty one. Um, yeah, 21 points goal difference, minus three, six place. But here's the difference. Here's the huge difference. Look at how we got those 21 points last season and look how we got these 21 points this season. There's certain differences as well. Like We beat Liverpool and first Arsenal. Of all, first of all, it's kind of obvious. Like You look at these two periods of each season, you are a lot worse this season yeah. than last season. Like It's so obvious to see. Like you, you, You're only just hanging on against the likes of Luton at home. Brentford scoring two goals in added time. Sheffield United, didn't you only win 2-1 away or something? You struggled yeah, that long last-minute strike. Yeah, and Fulham getting a late winner as well. Like You are really struggling in these easy games. And it's like, um, also, you have to remember this season, you've got teams who are better, way better than what we were last season. Um, Newcastle still like Tottenham have improved as well. They're another team that's improved. So there are teams that have improved as well. From Aston Villa, look at them. Like so, there are teams who have massively improved and are in kind of that, um, kind of region of the table at the end of the day. So like, that's there's certain differences from this season to last season at the end of the day. Like, so, yeah. Yeah, people do. People be doing too much. That's all it is. People be doing too. Big up my guy Jago as well. Uh, big up Spooby. You said um you've come over from Mo. Large up to you. I don't know if Mo did Mo raid. If it did, I didn't get. Um, a notification, but shout out to my guy Judge Mo every single time. Now, over 80 people in here, let's run up these likes. We're only at 39 likes, 50 likes. Like, check one, two, one, two. Uh, Sheik, yeah, I did start some of the better questions, don't worry about that. I did, but ask the question again, Sheik. Oh, is it this one? He says, Ryan, um, next game versus the champions, how are you feeling? Could decide and announce yourselves as the real contenders for the title this season with a result in the game. We're losing that game, in it? Like, I right, get whether you think it is. If you win it, are you? Does that make? Does that change your opinion of you lot being genuine contenders? Say you go there, play well, and win two one. 
Yeah, I think that probably would um, would change my mind quite a bit. It would definitely, it would definitely, because right now I don't, I still don't think we're title contenders with the current team that we have. Mm-hmm. I still think one or two plays in January change could change my mind, depending on the position we're in by January as well. But I will have to say that if we do go to Manchester City away after the break, play well and win, I would have to reconsider my. Um, my thoughts on are we title contenders or not? Because that is, there are certain results that can be statements. Do you get what I mean? That mm. would be a, that's a ground that we haven't. Klopp has not beaten Pep in the league away from home at the Etihad. He's not oh, beaten geez. him, even oh. when we were fucking good. Like when we when we had better teams than this that we've currently mm. got, um, we never beat them away at the Etihad. So if we manage to win that game without a DM as well. Um, and just the kind of confidence that can give it the team as well. Like you imagine, this team goes to Manchester City away and wins. Yeah, the confidence that sends you on yeah. is just crazy. At the end of the day, like I think that could send does on another on another level. At the end of the day, and we've got a good run up until January of fixtures after the Manchester City game. We've got mm. a very favorable run of fixtures on paper until January. So. If we beat Manchester City, I could see us going on a great run up until January. And then all of a sudden we are in a definitely in a in a title race. So yeah, if we beat Manchester City away, then yeah, I could definitely I would definitely reconsider my thoughts at the end of the day. But we're not gonna win in it. So like but it is, yeah. Right, so you do have no faith. What? Draw? You mean you can get a draw? Nah. Because you know what it is? Well, we just don't do well there, innit? You have to look at certain records, and we just don't do. Even with, like I said, we've had teams better than this. Mm-hmm. We don't do well at the Etihad. Like it's just one of those things. Like, and also going to the Etihad without a DM, and probably with Simicast at left back or something like. So you don't. Come so on, you don't. Like, so you. So because I right, would you be more confident if this game was at Anfield? Yeah. Like much more confident. Are you saying Liverpool win? Yeah. All right, first. Just to clarify, I was just clarifying because yeah, because obviously how they played against Chelsea, but obviously that was away. So I was just seeing because cause right. we got a great record against them at home at Anfield. Um, mm. And also, um, I back us against anyone at home, really, in this country. We play anyone in the league um, at home, I back us to beat them no matter who that's they fair. are. Um, no, because fair. you look at our home, I think we've won every home game this season that we've played by at least two goals. Jeez. So our record at home this season is very strong. It has been very strong for the last few years. So yeah, if we were at home, I'd definitely say we wouldn't lose at home okay. to City. Maybe it could be a draw because they've drawn right. before us. Uh, but we wouldn't lose. And I, I would be fairly confident we could win. So, yeah. Uh, but at Etihad, nah, I don't see it, man. Their, their record at the Etihad is, is next level as well still. So, mm-hmm. And to Sleeping Dragon, who says you're doing well to sign interested in a City versus Liverpool game flawless. Here's the thing with that Sleeping Dragon. Like, as much as like I run jokes and troll, like I'm a, I am a football fan. And it is two of the best, to me, it is the two best teams in the league. So it's going to be, and on top of that, the pay side of me, someone's, either one side's going to be happy or both sides. So I love that as well. It's guaranteed that one of them, none of them, not both of them can win. So that's always a great start to the weekend. So let's say City beat Liverpool. Liverpool fans are miserable. Let's say Liverpool win. Or 12 Manchester City fans are miserable. It's great. I can't like, if we get a draw, I'm celebrating that like a Oh, a draw? Like, either or, then I'm like, we get right, a draw, I'm I'm happy. So, yeah, I'm genuinely interested to see how the game is played. Like, I mean, don't get mistaken, people. Like, I'm a football fan. Much as I run jokes, like, it's going to be... Like, there was a City-Liverpool game, Ryan don't know the year, that is one of the best games I've seen in years in terms of quality. The 2-1. I think it's the one, 
the one where Stones cleared it was the one where Stones cleared it off the line. Yeah, yeah, Sunny. Is it that game? That game, just from a quality perspective, is one of the best games I've watched. I think from a tactical quality. quality point of view it's probably the best game i've seen in the premier league it was, it was outrageous in terms of just the quality the, that the level both teams were playing at was insane yeah. that day it was so yeah like 110 percent. so yeah don't get mistaken i'm i am people i'm here doing my job for you lot you lot just think i'm i'm just trolling out here it's terrible that being said warrior jace is mcallister uh why do you think mcallister has started poor for you guys do you think he doesn't fit in club system or do you think there's another reason behind it He's, he's just not that good in it. It's, it's that simple. Like, he's just he's just a bomb. Like, let's just let's just be real. This, this guy, yo. He's just not that good. This guy. In it. Hey Eddie, Eddie, remember remember what they all said to us in the chat when we were talking about McAllister last season. Remember that? You know what's crazy? Remember. That's crazy. Remember, bro. Remember. <laughs> and we weren't even being as critical of him as Ryan is right now. We weren't even saying he's not that good. That's I actually so think cool. Ryan's being harsh. I would that's just say, let's so wait and cold. see. Oh my god, and now he's that's like, so cold, bro. Remember, and he was like, How could you lot not rate him? Top quality, World Cup, this, that, and the third. He's been that guy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, even Jess jumped on the stream. It was crazy. And you would think that me and Eddie were sounding like, sounding like Ryan right now. But those that don't know, it was a stream, Manam United, we did. And people were talking about McAllister to Manchester United. So this is before the Liverpool move. And basically, we were just like, I'm unsure of him. I don't know how good he is. And the chat was like, how can you say that? He's top quality, World Cup, one of the best um, midfielders in the league. Now all them people silent. Kind of like them, them people who told me that Mount was the guy, but never mind. Go on, Ryan. Carry on. Answer the question. Sorry. You know what it is with, with McAllister? People have gotten on to me for this. And I've been saying it for weeks. I just think he's Brighton level. Do you get what I mean? I just think he's Brighton level, and I think that's what's showing. I think, I think he's Brighton level, and some players. No, nah, but you know what? It's some players struggle to handle the jump from a bit from a small club to from a Brighton to a Liverpool. He's a massive yeah, jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, a massive jump. club, and yes. I think some players just struggle with that in it. Some players just can't mm. handle that, and I think, and I think that's what it is probably for McAllister because he he was very good. He was good at Brighton, in my opinion, and I was excited when we signed him because of what I seen at Brighton, mm. and but and to an extent Argentina, um, but like, um, but don't get I, I don't get fooled into like World Cup hype or anything like that. That's just fooled you guys. Sorry, Jazz, Jazz is just making me laugh at this. He says they brought me a Brighton yeah, season like, and a six-week tournament as a reason why. He that's was right. It's like United fans getting fooled by Amrabat because he made that tackle on Mbappe. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. You right. Uh, yeah, I you think, right. You know what I think you happened right. on, on that thing? I think whoever sent the sent that clip out of him making the tackle on Mbappe put the speed up for like 2x. <laughs> he don't even run that fast. Dog. Nah, that but you know crazy. what it was? You know what's funny about Amrabat, right? People always going on about that tackling Mbappe Facts. in that game, right? But yeah. someone put a comp up the other day of so many times in that same game where Mbappe destroyed Amrabat. Oh my days, it was so funny, honestly. <laughs> it was yeah. hilarious. Like, he's, you know crazy one of our, he's one of our better passers, so I'll give him credit in that respect. But is that hard, though? Yeah, well, it's That's not. Well, you, know what's, you know what's also crazy? We did this with Axel Tanzebi when he had that great game against Mbappe. Oh, I got oh, gassed yes. by that. Yes. I, thought, I thought we had the, the next guy. You know what I'm saying? When he locked up Mbappe in that Champions League game, I was like, yeah. all right, Axel, okay. Yeah, and it just didn't work out like that. I think I don't even know where he's at now, but I salute to Axel, man. 
But yeah, go on, Ryan. Carry on, McAllister. Because people in the chat, keep it clean. People poke holes in no personals, poke holes in the footballing argument, please. Um, but yeah, McAllister, because people's argument, I played, well, I'm not even playing devil's advocate. This is actual or fact. He is not playing in his correct position. Look, look, I've said this for weeks, right? I said this weeks ago. There's two sides to the story here with this. He's not being played in his right position, okay? What I agree ready, with, <laughs> with these people, in I agree that as a lone, he's not a lone, he's not a six, he's not a lone. He can play in a double yeah. pivot like he did with Casado at Brighton. That's different, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. he can't play as the main defensive midfielder. That's name. I admit that, and that's why I don't blame him for when he for his off the ball kind of attributes. You know when he's getting bypassed, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Know, he's not good in the tackle, and you know getting yellow cards. He's basically a walking yellow card in it. But like, like he he was banned against Bradford because of five yellow cards in it. That's what he is. Like um. So when when that stuff happens, he's he's quite slow as well. He's not quicker. He's not quicker across the ground and stuff. Mm. Um, I don't blame him for that. In it, I blame Klopp in it. I blame Klopp for yes. that. I, I don't blame McAllister because that's not him. Those are not his huh? attributes, and we know that's not his attributes. So I don't blame him for that. You don't blame him from the defensive Klopp. standpoint. So yeah, you're not saying off the ball when teams are. You're not saying that's on you because yeah. we know I that's not your, they're not your strong points because huh? that's not him. However. What I do blame McAllister for is the complete shit he's shown on the ball this season, which is supposed to be his strength. You can still show your on-the-ball ability in a different position. You, he can still show his on-the-ball ability in that sixth role. I'm sorry, he can, bro. He can. He's supposed to be this great on-the-ball, press-resistant midfielder. I ain't seen any of that. I haven't seen any of that. He's He's been too slow on the ball. He gets dispossessed. It's like he doesn't know how much time he has on the ball. His passing's been dead. So, how can I back you when you're not even doing what you're supposed to be good at? Knowing it well enough this season. How can I back you? And you expect yeah. me to say, oh, it's big that's because he's not playing in his right position. I don't care, bro. For that, for his on-the-ball attributes, he can still show those attributes in that position. Right, no. I don't right, care right, what right, anyone no. says. Now, you got a yeah. point. You don't even have to say, Ryan, don't even, don't, don't be detrimental to your own argument. You don't even have to say, don't care what anybody says. That's facts. Yeah, he can That's nothing to do that. with position in regards to on the ball if he is. And obviously, you're watching Liverpool more than me. So I'm taking yeah. your word for it. If a Liverpool fan says something different, then that's fair. But if you're saying on the ball, he's not been good. From what I've seen, he's been he's not decent. He's not, I'm telling but you, obviously bro. You're watching, not, more, you're watching more closely than he, me. So I'm not gonna argue. He's had now. some I'm not, I'm not even he's not been I'm not saying he's been terrible every game. He's had some good yeah. games, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. he's not had anywhere near enough. To be fair, yeah. what I will say about him is in his home games this season, I think he's actually done all right in the home games. Yeah. But in the away games, he's been absolute trash. Absolute yeah. trash, bro. Look, okay, go and look at how he got booked against Luton, right? Against Luton the other yeah, week. Look at how he got but look at how he got booked. How I he got booked. Yeah, don't yeah. try if you if anyone goes and looks at how he got booked in that game, don't tell me at all that's because he's playing in the wrong position. Do not I dare you to tell me that's because he's playing in the wrong position, honestly, because it's not. Okay, that was just stupidness from him, right? On the ball. Right, that was him miscontrolling the most basic pass and then having to tackle the guy because he lost the ball. Right, that's on him. He gives away stupid, he's give this season, he gives away stupid passes. You know, he gets dispossessed on the ball, he's not shown any sort of press resistance, not being anywhere near good enough this season. And that's why, even when people say, Oh, when we get a DM, we can move McAllister further forward in the eight, but for me, Graven Birch and Sobersly are way better than him. I've seen enough. Sobersai obviously is. Gravenberg is a different level to Sob uh, to McAllister, even as an eight. I'm telling you right now. 
He is. Oh, oh, by the way, we saw mm-hmm. McAllister play as the eight away to Toulouse the other week in the first half. He was ass. So what is this? This he guy, badly, honestly, you just gave way too many excuses made for him, bro. It's annoying, bro. Maybe just accept that he isn't that good. That's all it is. They really just just is right. They really brought us a six week tournament and a Brighton season and a Brighton season. world class. They really did. Facts. Not even world class potential. Like how I look at like I say though, even though I think he's quality, I'm not saying he's world class now. I think he can get there. But people really. They really was with the pitchforks like it's The Simpsons. For anyone who's watched The Simpsons film and the angry mob outside, like that's what it was like for me and Eddie on that stream. I was like, what did we say? I didn't realize there was this many McAllister fans. And now you see him. It is, hey, before we carry on, though, big up to A. Solomon, gifted out five Sarcasm City TV memberships. So if you're in the chat, make sure you say big up to him. Hey, A. Solomon, man, salute to you. Everybody hey, in the yeah, chat, A. make sure you man. big up A. Solomon in the chat, man. Put the clapping emoji, big him up. A. Solomon, salute to you, man. He gifted out five memberships, one to Kaneki, um, one to CB, one to King Stash, one to Marshall, and one to Ed as well. I know Kaneki's already said bless. So if you are in the chat and he gifted you out a membership, then um, make sure you big him up. The link for the membership is in the pinned comment. Hey, Solomon, you're a star for that because you do that on a regular basis. Much, much, much appreciated. Can I ask so something else to the McAllister thing Yeah, yeah of course. Well. Get to it. Curtis Jones is better than him as well. Curtis Jones you is think better he's than been, oh, wait, you think, he's a, you think he's been better than him this season or he's a better player overall? Both. Wow. Because really? Curtis Jones is... Curtis Jones is not is better on the ball than McAllister. He's definitely yeah. more tidy. He's more fe- efficient on the ball, and he's better off the ball as well. He's actually better. He's he's actually quite good off. He's actually good off the ball, Curtis Jones. So hey, yeah, I, think, I do think Curtis I gotta Jones get out this laptop real quick. Yeah, yeah, no stress. Big up, I'll be right back. No, no worries, fam. Yeah, yeah so right, I, I do think Curtis Jones is better than McAllister as well. So I've already named three eights who are better than McAllister. Right, so you think he's good, en- he's good enough. He's good enough for a squad member, though, right? Yeah, a squad member. I'm, all right, yeah. fine. Yeah, you can hold bench in it, but like, I'm, I'm, I've just named you three eights that are better than him. I don't count Thiago because like that guy's just what's the point in it? But like, he's gone at the end of the season anyway. So like, yeah, I've named you three eights that are comfortably better than him. Crazy. So Crazy. I don't hear you... this whole notion of oh, wait till he we get a DM and McAllister could cook in the eight. I've just named you three that better than him. So, yeah. That being said, Jez has a good question as well. Ryan, you had a lot to say about Kanate. Uh, let it out, your thoughts. LOL. Kanate is just massively overrated. And I've said this for time. I've said this for a, a, well over a year, probably. What problem is with, you know what it is with Kanate, right? First of all, people who said he was our best centre back need to like find shame in it. And um, also, <laughs> I'm just saying they need to find shame in it. <laughs> People I said this it. guy. This was... is crazy to hear as well because I rate Kanate, but go on, carry People him. said this guy was better than Virgil, you know, like nah, man. But like, I always knew Virgil was better, even when Virgil was on bad form last season. Like, I always knew he was still better than Kanate, in it. But you know, what it is with Kanate. What's frustrating about? Well, first of all, he's injury prone, so that pisses me off. He's injured again, so like that's why he didn't play the other day. Um, it's why he's not going on international duty with France. Um, but. Kanati, what's frustrating about him? He's he has the I don't deny he has the attributes to be a fucking amazing centre back. He's got pace, he's he's got insane pace, he's got great power, he's got the presence, he's good in the air, you know, all of that. He can be good in the tackle. But his problem is with Kanati is his bozo gene is crazy. 
he's got a mad bozo gene, bro, and he's always had that. And it worries the life out of me. I don't like defenders with bozo genes, bro. I really don't. I genuinely don't because I can never relax with them. I can never be relaxed with them because I always know a mistake can be around the corner. And he does it too much, in my opinion. This season, he's been ass. He's been ass. I don't care what anyone says, bro. He's been ass this season. Matip's been better than him this season. That's why I said, I've been saying for weeks, Matip should be playing with Van Dijk right now, not Canati. Because Matip's been better than him this season. Well, so, yeah, that's what I think about Canati, bro. It's just frustrating because I know he's got what it takes. I know he's got what the attributes to be a top, top centre-back. But he needs to get rid of this bozo gene, bro. It, he's, he's not good on the ball. But, and people use that as a criticism towards him. But that's not even my concern. I don't... With the centre-back, my main priority is you have to defend well, not how good you are on the ball. But the fact is he's got a massive bozo gene, bro. And it's worrying because it means like, I just don't like that in defenders, innit? I prefer defenders like Virgil, Virgil and Saliba, um, centre-backs like that who are cool, calm, collected, who don't have that bozo gene in him. Gabriel's got that bozo gene in him for Arsenal. It's the same thing, in my opinion. Gabriel for Arsenal, he's got that Romero? bozo gene. You put Romero in that bracket? Oh yeah, 100%. Romero's a crazy okay. one, man, yeah. as well. Romero's a crazy one. Uh, there are others as well I can name who have got both probably name who've got both. Yeah, yeah. I'm just there yeah. just, just Lovren, to add to Lovren more to, to like yeah, that. just to add more to your argument so people gate and it's for me as well to get a clearer picture of what you mean when you say that. So when you mention oh, Romero's got a mad bozo gene. But um Dejan Lofram used to be another one as well. He was another one. You had a mad bozo gene. So yeah, that's and what it, I think about. And Canati. if you lot disagree with Ryan, ask any and you can you lot can give pushback, ask questions. You know what I'm saying? Ask if you lot got any questions, feel free. Like Ryan's here. Uh Ryan, what's your opinion on Gakpo? I think he's awful, says Jason. Wow. Now nah, I think Gakpo's strong. quality, man. I think problem is with Gakpo this season, he's been used too much as a utility player. So hmm. he he was started the season in midfield because we were short in the midfield. Um, he he, because it's not his familiar role. He he wasn't performing in that role. He struggled with it, especially on the defensive side of things. Um, but he actually he played in midfield the other day because, like I said, we had injuries. Um, and he actually played well against Brentford. I actually thought he was our best midfielder against Brent Brentford. Sobersai was the worst. Endo was was Endo was like, he was like six out of ten in it. Endo he was he was he was sound, but you could still see he wasn't good enough in it. But he was all right. But Gakpo was the best one. I actually thought Gakpo had a good game, really good game the other day. I think Gakpo has more than got a place in this team in terms of in the squad right now. Because I thought he'd be a Klopp's. They clearly brought him in with the idea of making him into a false nine to kind of be the long term Firmino replacement. And he he did that well. I thought in the second half of last season. Once he found his feet and settled into the league, I think he did really well last season. And the, but this season, what he's got is. Nunes has come to form. Do you get what I mean? Nunes has come to form, so he's been so difficult to drop. And I don't want to play Gakpo on the left as well because I don't think he's got what it takes to actually play on the left for us, to be honest with you. Even though he was primarily a left winger, I don't think he's got the attributes to play on the left for us in this league, in my opinion. I think he's a false nine. And I do think he, so he will suit certain games as well. Like, I personally think I will start him as a false nine against Manchester City after the break. Because I think that's a game where we actually need a false nine. And Gakpo's obviously the player who can do that. And then we bring Nunes on as a sub later, as an impact sub later on in that game. I think that's the way we should go in that game. So Gakpo's more than got a, a place in this team. And I think he's a really good player, man. I'm a, I'm a big fan of him still. So, yeah. 
Okay. That's 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 fair. Very, very valid point. Yes, yeah, Eddie back in the building as well. Yes, Eddie, what are you saying? Yes, yeah, sir. All good, all good. Just had to move from nah. spot real quick. Oh bless man. No stress. Hey, you lot, there's still over 90 people in here. Well, over 90 people, I should say. Let's get us up to uh, let's go. 80 likes, people. 80 likes. Run up the likes. Like check one, two, one, two. Hit that subscribe button as well. We are currently at 8,630. Five more subscribers. Get us to 8,635. Continue to get your questions in please just keep them manchester united or liverpool related as well sheik said anything you've seen so far liverpool, about liverpool that surprised you ryan positively or negatively um i didn't expect us to be in the amount of uh in the position we are at the moment yeah. i didn't expect that um newness has surprised me i'll say that he he surprised me i thought he was kind of like he was going into the season as our fifth choice attacker but he suddenly rolls up to that since that Newcastle game where he came on and scored two obviously to win us the game. Um he's he's really impressed me actually. Obviously he's still got deficiencies. You saw that against Luton in it at the end of the day. Um but he's actually played very well and I stand by he's he's been very good for us um, so far this season. And so yeah he he surprised me. Um Sobersai surprised me as well um this season. I didn't expect him to hit the ground running the way he did. So he surprised me as well. Um, in terms of others, I think Van Dijk surprised me in a in a way because I I knew, always knew he had it in him to get back to this level, but I didn't expect him to be playing this well. Do you get what I mean? So he surprised me as well. Other than that, Joe Gomez a little bit as well because I think he's had quite a good season. Matip as well, he's had a good season as well. Um, so yeah, there are certain players that have surprised me to be honest. And like I said, I didn't expect us to be in this position only a point of City after 12 games so in November so yeah there are things that have surprised me to be honest with you so in a good way that's fair and just to clarify as well I know Kaneki said he missed uh, the fan calling show earlier on we are back on the for those that don't know back on the Twitch people back on the Sarcasm City TV Twitch so re-download the app if you haven't you'll get content over there next time we'll be there all live on there is Friday for the England game, England motor. But you're going to get all Premier League watch-alongs over there, Champions League, FA Cup, NBA watch-alongs, the NFL show, F1 show, boxing, all of that, Formula One, all over on the Sarcasm City TV Twitch. So go follow Sarcasm City TV if you've not already and hit the notification bell as well. You'll also get fan-calling shows on there, but you'll also get fan-calling shows on here as well, people. And subscribe to Sarcasm City TV Gaming. But Eddie, is where to go. Back to you in regards to the whole um, Ineos and Jim Ratcliffe, and we'll talk about it on Friday as well. Well, there'll probably be something else to talk about on Friday with Manchester United, but you mentioned you see him as the fall guy. Would you elaborate on that in regards to yeah. uh, him getting him, him potentially? Because it's still it was supposed to be confirmed by Monday. It's now Wednesday, even though but technically Tuesday we've not heard anything. But thoughts on mm -hmm. Jim Ratcliffe and Ineos 25%? Because what have we, what would have we always said about the Glazers? Right, the Glazers don't care about the football club, but why have we said that? Not only the stadium, but because of our performances on the pitch. Mm. Now, and they talk about the kind of lack of attention of, to detail that we've we've put towards that when you hire uh, an Ed Woodward, when you got a Jim Murtaugh and a Richard Arnold in place of all that all that goes down with the football and structure. Then you bring in Jim Radcliffe in his quote-unquote 25%. 
and he's supposed to be there to take control over all sporting decisions. But if you're not the primary stakeholder in the club, the last decision will always fall upon the primary stakeholder in the club. That's what I'm thinking. Which is right. the Glazers. So anything drastic this brother might want to do, he still has to go ahead and get the, the okay from them. And then when it comes to I'm going to be the one to put in this footballing structure, well, let's take a look at that. You put in the footballing structure, nothing really changes. Instead of saying, yeah, you know, these Glazers are back at it again, what people will say is, oh, no, they gave the power to Jim Ratcliffe. What are you guys talking about the Glazers for? Jim Ratcliffe's fault. That's just what I mean by fall guy. Because he doesn't strike me as somebody who's a serial winner, right? I understand that you're in the, the league, which is a very, not so much top-heavy league, but there's just one team, and then I think the rest of them kind of take turns being in that second, third, or fourth place. Um, we've seen that with Rennes, Marseille was up there, and uh, Nice was up there. And now you look at it, I think Nice is second, but last season I think they weren't doing too hot. Big up TJ as well. Go on, carry on from Big up he's my guy, not a, He's not a – he's not – again, you look at the, the infrastructure of a city. You look at the infrastructure of – Fuck it, even the Liverpool, when they were at their apex, I'd say. The top-down approach was in unison. It wasn't segmented. It wasn't fragmented. What we have here is somebody who's a buffer, someone who can take the shots and live with taking the shots because he's just happy to be there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I get what you're saying. You cannot – there's no person – who consider them, considers themselves a United fan, who will then give the Glazers any opportunity to still have a portion of this club. Facts. That was the difference between the Sheik and Jim Ratcliffe. Yes, yes. Sheik Talk was an actual fan. Me, this is why he said, you know what, $7 billion for the club. Serious man of him. You put down $7 billion, you know. $7 billion Se for the club. $7 billion. Radcliffe went from, okay, I can't afford the, the asking price to how can I get in your good graces? And 25% stake, I take all the shots, you take all the revenue, we're all happy. I can say I'm an owner of Manchester United, even though I'm a partial owner. Mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm an insignificant owner. And again, even the, the whole Paul Mitchell situation, People have now brought to my attention, Paul Mitchell ain't one shit as a sporting director. Yeah, I think the best he did was at Spurs, I think. It's Spurs, yeah. yeah he he went to Spurs. Huh? So, yeah. so what am I supposed to do with that? What am I supposed to do with that? I didn't even know that, you know, Eddie. Thanks for that. That's a piece of information I didn't need to know. <laughs> so we're not even, we're not, I mean, again, maybe they're being better than Richard Arnold and John Murtaugh. Oh, he'll definitely, yeah. It'd definitely be bad in them. Yeah, but what, 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 even what is that? You know, mm -hmm. like what? What? How much is that? How much? How much stock am I supposed to put into that? Yeah, I get you. Mm -hmm. This type of shit I be talking about, like people. We can't put the cart in front of the horse. Like we have to, 
watch these people very carefully and how they interact with this club from here on out. And it cannot stop the entire mission to get the Glazers out. Nope. I guess maybe the, the best thing is, you know, that 65% state that they have or whatever however big it is, maybe somebody can come in a couple years and, and drop the bag down and buy them out of that. But yeah. don't don't just let this this Jim Ratcliffe pacifier be the thing that shuts you up like the pacifier shuts up the baby. We're not no 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 no. All them all them people who come in with Sir Jim Ratcliffe are on prove it deals. And in my opinion, they're starting off on a negative foot with me because they were okay to get in bed with the Glazers. That's why I'm at. that's that's where I was at with it. Yep. Yep. So that's, that's it. Like. That's why. That's why I said fall guy. Because it's like you know what. I that's don't I trust y'all, and nope. I know you seem like the type that's just happy to be here. It's like Bruno. <laughs> it's like Bruno. Bruno happy to be the center of attention. He not. He not worried about us winning shit. Hey, my memory. Like Sheik mentioned it. He scored the one goal in the six-one defeat to Spurs. Remember? He said if he wasn't, it would have been six-nil. Just brain dead. Yes. And Kaneki, don't worry, I'm going to run a fan calling show early Saturday, like 12 day, one, uh, about 12.30 p.m., 1 p.m. in the afternoon. I'm doing an early one. Doing it early because I'm out on Saturday. So I'm doing an early yeah, um, fucking, early man. fan calling show on the YouTube channel. Yeah, go on, we got this international break, dog. I'm trying to sell. And this December, huh, this December, Halloween part two. Y'all want to see some scary shit? Look at our yeah. fixture list for December. All you people, I want to get to this. All you people talking about are united in form. What kind of form is this? You know what it is? This is the form. This is the before form. You know they had that before and after picture. Yeah, this yeah, is the before, yeah, the before joint. And, after. Yeah. and then you just move a couple steps from the light, and it's still the before joint. You just put after on the bottom. That's what it is. That's what we're dealing with right now. Because December, away to Newcastle, home to Chelsea, home to Bournemouth, home to Bayern Munich, away to Liverpool. Away to West Ham, home to Villa, shout out Villa, and then away to Nottingham Forest. That is us for the year. When we play Galatasaray. We play Galatasaray Wednesday the 29th of November. So next, not next week, the week after. No way. Is international break on? Yeah, it's international break. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. So basically next weekend is when the Premier League football is back because we play Everton Sunday the 26th. So not this Sunday coming, the Sunday after. Jesus. Yeah. And then we play Galatasaray to 29th, the Wednesday. Early kickoff as well, 5.40pm UK time. Then the 2nd of December, the Saturday, we play Newcastle late. Then Chelsea at home on the 6th, on the Wednesday. Then at home to Bournemouth. And then, and then yeah, home to Bayern. Then away to Liverpool. I don't think he makes it through that. Do you, do you think if, like, if you lose to... Because I think if you lose to Galatasaray, you're officially out. I think uh, they sack him then. Yep. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Do you think I they sack him then? Yeah. yeah. I think they sack him then. People have been like... People... Because someone said in the chat earlier and was like, well, they're not going to sack him before... Like, before the new ownership gets there. Two things. Manchester United don't do things in a competent manner. We know this. Firstly. Right. And secondly, it's all about the pockets. Let that TV revenue go missing. Let them look at that income, that sheet, you know, that income sheet, and it has your incomings and the revenue, and let that be missing in regards to that Champions League TV money, the match day money. 
that the Champions League because if you get through the group stages, you have at least it's at least one leg. So it's at least one leg in terms of the home. I mean, it's two legs, but at least you get one match day at home, and then both days it's TV, um, it's TV revenue. And let Manchester United get a big a big side, which we could finish in second. Let us draw Real Madrid. Imagine the eyeballs that's on that. Because we could easily draw, I'm presuming Real Madrid are top of their group. We could easily draw Real Madrid in the next round. Like I said, Galatasaray could be doomsday. I can see him because after Galatasaray is Newcastle away. I could easily see them sacking him, having an interim for the Newcastle, someone to take over, and then they get like either an, a long-term interim for the rest of the season or a permanent manager by the Chelsea game or Bournemouth at home. They gonna sack him. Or Liverpool away. Like I said, let us get packed by Bayern, which could happen at home, and let us get packed by Liverpool away, which could happen. I'm telling you. Yeah, man, that Excel spreadsheet missing a couple zeros. What happened here, Eric? Absolutely. War, That's exactly what it warrior, is. Warrior, that is, that is, that is the truth. That is the truth. Listen, these people actually put me back to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie fell asleep on the live stream, people, on the watch along <laughs> for the looting game for those that don't know. Legit fell asleep. I had, Legit to go, fell asleep. I had to go get the tea, splash some more water on my face. I brushed my teeth. I splashed a little bit. I had to go douse myself, goddammit. He fell asleep. That's what it was like. I was asleep. Sleep. Like, to the point where he was quiet, and I was like, I just thought there was nothing going on, so that's why Eddie wasn't responding. I said, Eddie, you good? And he said, my bad, I fell asleep. It's cool, I understand. Um, who would I want to take over from Ten Hag? Whoever the DOF wants, because I want everybody gone to answer your yeah. question, Supreme. I'm not just Ten Hag out. I am everybody out. Get rid of everybody. I everybody K. Everybody Every K. Everybody. Bye. The, the manager, the coaching staff, the players... The scouting team, the recruitment team, the medical staff, everybody at board level, the entire hierarchy, and the owners. Bye. Everyone that's been involved with this shit show for any significant amount of time. When I say that, I'm talking two, three years. It's a wrap. I'm done. So I'm not just saying get rid of Ten Hag, get rid of everybody. And start again. Blow it up and start again. Flawless, I believe you'll, we will beat Galatasaray and finish third and play two extra games before the knockout stages. You think we'll beat Galatasaray? What makes you confident, Andy? Wait, doesn't does does I thought you go straight to Europa or you play two? Nah, you play the knockout member because remember when we played Barcelona? That's because they finished third in their group and we had yeah. to have that. You have that Europa League game before the next round of thirty-two. Oh. If you finish third, yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy, I still what can't makes you, believe. What makes you think before you go, Ryan? What makes you think we're gonna beat Galatasaray? Who? What tops? What? Half decent side if we beaten away from home this season. And you Who know what's beat? crazy? Yeah, go on, fam. If we beat them, there's a strong chance we'll get out the group. Oh yeah, facts. And we need to because I can't do Europa League. But I don't get. I think we're out. How are we beating Galatasaray? I still can't believe you, man. Lost to Cope in it. They're one of the worst teams I've ever seen, bro. Hey, they were trash. Football club because Copenhagen were. Awful, they are bro. awful. Yes, Ryan. They gave us every opportunity to win that they game, did. and we couldn't take it. They gave us <laughs> every opportunity, every opportunity, bro. They gave you a three-two lead with ten when you were down to ten men, and you still threw it away. I can't believe it, bro. Genuinely, they were awful, man. Like, 
Like you were hammering them at two before the red card. Like you were all over them. Oh, like, we was comfortable, but Manchester Manchester United and adversity is like oil and water. Don't mix. <laughs> no, no, no. Just don't mix. If we're on the ship it and it's good plain sailing, that. cool. As soon as there's a little wave and the and, and it shakes, not interested. Oh, you want to, you might need to go out and fix the sail in it. It's certain light now. We ain't doing that. <laughs> That's us. Not even major stormy waters, just a little, you know what I'm saying? You look uncomfortable that rocks the boat that might might wake you up. You know what I'm saying? The wind blow like our team and adversity don't mix. I said it. 2 0 up cruising. We went down to 10 men. Stupid decision by Rashford in terms of the challenge. And I go, getting at half time because I know what these guys are like and they couldn't even do that. And the manager's just on the sideline and didn't even help. Can see the momentum's with Copenhagen and made no changes. No personnel changes, no formation changes. Now we're in 2 2. Then you make the change and take off Ericsson and bring on Amrabat. All right, we need pace on the outlet. Then you take off Hoyland and bring on Mount. We chasing the game with Mount and Bruno up. To... Um, yeah, I really don't care who does it at this point. I just think he's all he made us a joke, and so has he. Yes, agreed. Um, agreed. From I still like again that seven nil. You had to do a lot of work to get back into my good graces. And I said at the beginning of the season, because of that, any regression from you being third and competent in Champions League and the cup competitions would be too much of a regression for me. So I've lost all patience with him because I can't even look at the football and say you're doing a decent job. Right. When it came to us, like something that was very apparent with our team last year was the level of defending that's gone it disappeared with the we same took, defenders it's the same defenders right we same took defenders. the creativity on, we took the creativity part and we attributed that to him getting familiar with the players and that has been a consistent issue even to right now so get the interim manager Get the 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 twenty five percent thing done with, and let me see what that turns into. Do I have any faith in that? Absolutely not. But do I have any choice? No. I'm I'm slowly but surely removing myself from the idea of Manchester United ever competing for major trophies, because what they're showing me since twenty thirteen is they're okay with mediocrity as long as it comes with that Champions League money. And now with the expansion of the Champions League and people like the, the ownership, I think it was uh, Perez at, at, at Real Madrid talking about how, oh, the Super League isn't dead. Just the way we've presented it is. So they're, listen, they're priming for that as well. I think that in part was a big reason why these owners refused to sell because they see a bigger payday on the horizon from just the second Maybe. I think what they wanted to do was be proactive and kind of putting the feels out there to see what it looks like now, whereas in a couple years, they might generally actually go through with Going it. Going out of back. Yeah, my fault. My fault. Um, yeah, they, they might generally go through with it, but as for now, whether it's a flick, 
Um, again, I just need a big, a big idea manager, a manager that has some understanding of what this kind of job entails, because I'm done getting little men to manage my club and simply put Ten Hog operates this shit like it's a little club mm-hmm. from the types of signings that he makes to the way he deals with the type of egos we have in the dressing room. You have to mind what you say when you're dealing with our kinds of players. You can't, you can, again, when you're, when you're taking Anthony out the fucking favelas, he don't care how you speak to him. But when you're talking to about a guy like Casemiro and Varane, and you talk about footballing decisions being the reason why I've taken these players out the squad, not knowing how that's going to hit, it's blatantly irresponsible. Too many times he's shown this job is way too big for him. He cracks under pressure at the press conferences. Yeah, it was okay when we, were, when we were winning and he was new, but it's not even like the stick works anymore. Everybody caught on. Now they just call him out on their bullshit. Like if you go through a press conference with him, right, there will be multiple moments throughout that press conference where reporters are challenging him and he does not have the creativity to come with the coherent response. Yeah, you can't you can't even lie his way out of it. He's not he can't even lie his way out of it anymore. So again, I I could care less. I could care less who it is. But I'm telling you what, it's over with. It's, yeah, it's over done. with. It's a wrap. The show is over. And to Kadima, no favelas, and he's talking about the favelas in Brazil. Because he's Brazilian. And just in regards to this, I don't know how true this is. Is Onana injured? This is news to me. When did Onana get injured? Because um, Makalu, I hope I didn't butcher your name, says uh, this is United injury list. Wait, what? Onana, Bruno, Rashford, Shaw, Regulon, Lindelof, Amrabat. Oh, no, you're saying get rid of these men. I'm guessing because these are mm. all injured. So Onana, Bruno, Rashford, Shaw, Regulon, Lindelof, Amrabat, Martial, Mount, McTominay, <coughs> Anthony Wambasaka, Johnny Evans out. Needs to be more than that, to be honest. Only yeah, one from that I, list I'm I, saying uh, is Onana, and that's that's legit. The rest of hope, them, yeah. Hopefully, you 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 just missed a couple names. Because there's more. Because there's, there's more. more. Um, there's definitely more. And at the same time, it's like I'm not because of how big of a club we are. I'm not into this whole buy a whole bunch of kids and let them build it together. No, I'm in win now mode. I'm in win now yeah. mode. Mix. It's a mix. You can have a couple star boys, but give me some dudes that have really proven themselves already and just need a sense of where to go. Yeah, Unai Emery, I would. No, I'm not. I've seen we've seen him die at Arsenal. I'm good on Unai Emery. Yeah, that's the thing. It's Aston like, Villa is no disrespect. That's his level. That's his level. Villarreal. That's his level. That's his level. He's a and that's no disrespect. Killer. He's a giant yes. killer. That's what he is. Uh, even though he was at PSG and that's a shit show, you understood. I what forgot he was at PSG. I forgot know? he was there. I and so, well, yeah, I seen him yeah. die at Arsenal. I'm good. Don't bring yeah. me no managers. Like Villa's his level. Same way Potter at Brighton. That's his level. Yeah, that's his level. And there's nothing wrong with that. And to T.O. who says it's, there's still pro clubs tonight, it's on Jacob. I'm not sure if Jacob's still in the chat. But it's on Jacob, TJ, and the rest of them, man. If that man are about, I'm there. But he haven't said anything in the group chat. 
but it will be on United Spurs of America. It won't be streamed on here. I mean, it won't be streamed on the gaming channel, but subscribe to the gaming channel as well. Final few questions. We're closing out in the next 10 minutes, people. Final few questions. Please keep in Manchester United or Liverpool related. And just to clarify, because some people got might have got it, got it a little bit confused in the comment section because C24 says, Casemiro and Bruno leaving for Saudi. That sounds like good news. Um, no, for Bruno, yes. Yeah. Casemiro is on the price for me. It has yeah. to be an astronomical price for Casemiro. Bruno, whatever. Shit, Just 60. Whatever. 60. P, yeah, I'll take 60 pence for him. Yeah, 100%. Whatever That's the case where we at. Whatever the case, just take him. I'll give him away for free at this point. So, yeah, I'm all for it. But it's not in question of the rebuild. It's getting these people out. Because Jez has mentioned it um, a couple of times. And he, met, well, he mentioned it in regards to not only do we trust the ownership to then reinvest and get the right replacement. No, I don't trust these people to do anything. And um, Jez said, I brought the example earlier when Ivorian and Flawless were on. It's going to either be the Glazers going to be interfering with Ratcliffe or it's going to be like Levy um, with us where he is truly responsible. And I think it will be the former Jez. Eddie put it perfectly. I couldn't have said it any better. I don't really see too much difference. I hope I'm wrong. But they are, Eddie said it again best. You're already in a negative light because you are willing to, to get into bed with the Glazers. Eli, put your question in the chat again. Yeah, yeah, drop so your I... question again and then I'll get to it. Samuel, big up as well. Big up, Samuel. Let's see what else you are saying as well. Oh, see, yeah, Jacob's here. I made the fun button thumbnail and everything. It's good to go, right? So, yeah, we'll probably be live on his channel in about an hour or so, people. I need to end this, get something to eat, and then I will be over there. But big up to my guy, Jacob. Come and see a masterclass of finishing um, up front by Jacob and Proclips. That's what you go see. Oh, that's for Ryan. He's a he's a Liverpool. Eli's oh, asking it? a Liverpool question. Is this it, um, Ryan? Uh, what would you guys think about Trent in the ten, Shabazzla in the eight, getting a proper six and a right back? Trent in the ten is an awful move. Yeah, I'm not that's behind that still. I, I just want to see club. Trent start right back in it. Like, yeah, he's a right back. Yeah, like he's people are like oh we can't play right back anymore. Like we've had great success with Trent at right back in the past. Like we can be success. We we can be successful with him at right back. He was one of our main plays in the teams that won every trophy at the end of the day. So, like, what are we doing here? Like, let's be honest with ourselves. Like, of course, he can st still play as the right. But I think the inverted thing, I think it worked really well towards the end of last season because our midfield was so bad. Yeah, it was so washed last season that we needed just him him to invert um, to bring an extra body in midfield when we had the ball and then defending transitions and also to bring more quality in the middle. So it worked well then because of how washed our midfield was. But because we've actually brought some better midfielders this summer, this season, I don't think it's as necessary for him to for us to play with an inverted fullback with him anymore. Because I feel like now when he's playing inverted, it's kind of taken away from like a Subosli's game now. Do you get what I mean? And I I look at that Luton game, right? And I I came out of that game thinking I'm not sure about this inverted thing anymore, especially when playing low blocks like that, when I'm like, you need someone against a low block, you need to make the pitch as big as you possibly can. And you need width for that as well. Not everything can go th through the middle. And Salah is the one who's holding the width in that situation. And I don't want that. I want Salah a bit more closer to goal than not holding the width. Whereas Trent, I, I would, in that situation, I would rather have my right back, him play high and wide do you get what i mean like he mm -hmm. used to and have salah a bit more um inside and sabozlai inside where he can um have more space in in those areas and create as well because i think trent is kind of stuck 
not it's kind of hindering some Bosley in that way as well because they're both kind of occupying the same areas at times. So that's why I think that we we might need to scrap this inverted thing insert in some games. There might be some games where it might still suit us to play with the inverted fullback with Trent. But there's games like Luton last week where I just feel just scrap that inverted thing in it and play Trent as like a more orthodox right back at the end of the day. So, so yeah, but not as a midfielder, no way. And just to to clarify as well, yeah, Trent is not a midfielder. Let me just clarify that. Playing midfield is much different to playing right back. He's a top quality right back. He's a generational right back. Yeah, people just, just accept it. People think that, oh, if you're really good at passing, you, you'll automatically yeah. make a good midfielder. It's not as easy as that. There's other no. attributes that you need to have at the end of the day. So, like, yeah. He lacks certain like things that. that would make that he needs to to be an effective, proper midfielder. He lacks some things in it. But, um, be, yeah. Wing, the wing mirrors, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And that. Like, people don't understand that when you are playing um, as a midfielder, you're playing a lot of the time with your back to goal. Trent don't do that. Trent was probably, you know what? I'm guessing Liverpool fan might know better than me. Trent was probably a midfielder in, in the youth team. He was. He was in the academy. Right he was a midfielder. Why did he get moved to right back? There's a reason for that. I bet he was still technically sound and his passing was elite. But just because your mm-hmm. passing's elite and you're a defensive um, liability does not necessarily mean you can play central midfield. We're yeah. talking about McAllister and how he struggles in central midfield. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a reason for that. Yeah, Trent player. Yeah. Trent is a midfielder. It's just that simple. Well, hey, club does the club disagrees. You yeah. know who else disagrees? Yeah. Everyone through the youth system as well. So I'd I'll take their word for it. You got Shabazzly there, you've got um, McAllister Graven there, and you might want to play and Gravenberch, and you might want to play Trent. You might want to chasing Kaiseido and Lavia. Yeah. And you true, put Trent there. I hope you do from a United <laughs> fan perspective. I hope you play Trent there. I don't think you will like Klopp yeah, it's not, Klopp's done a smart Klopp's too smart for that. Southgate's yeah. trying that dumb shit. That's what that yeah, is. It's yeah. daft. One of the best right backs. And people in Europe thought it worked. People thought it worked because he played him Southgate played him for England against like I don't know, bums like Malta and teams like that. Like yo, teams where if we had Molten descent, me us three could play. Yeah, like honestly, what we like it's, it's not an achievement. I remember Trent playing against Andorra in midfield once and he stunk it out, bro, for England. Like what we yeah, doing Eli Eli's saying field. it's because of his passing that he thought of the idea. Yeah, like, like, yeah, you guys are both. You guys are both pretty much right on the same on the same yeah. wavelength. Right, that's just what it is. Like, hundred percent to Kadima. Just not talking about United. Anyone could beat United. We're not tough. We ain't the bar. Yeah, no, no, no. Ain't the bar. But hey, you know, I hope for me United fan perspective. You like, do you play Trent in midfield because he's good at passing? It's like when people said, "Oh, Juan Basako can play midfield because he's good at tackling." Like, all right. All right. Cool. Uh, he's saying he's an Arsenal fan too. Oh yeah, Eli. Shout out, yeah, yeah. Shout out Eli. Shout out Eli. Yeah, big up Eli. Eli. And to Andy, you asked a couple questions in regards to you mentioned Emery and what he did with Villarreal. That's all well and good. What happened to Arsenal? What yeah, happened when he thing. when he was that's in a similar thing. boat to Manchester United, which Arsenal is? You're yeah. under that type of scrutiny and that type of pressure. What happened? Troops mentions it all the time to me when Villa like their home records fantastic. Away from home, he said it. Long day. His away it's, records it's, wasn't good at Arsenal, and you're seeing it now with Villa. Yeah, go on, go on. It's it's simple. the The amount of pressure they have at Villa is nowhere close to the amount of pressure he'd have it if he was at a Barcelona or Madrid or Arsenal or United. So you go into those games carefree, just happy to be there, playing loose, having 
ultimate buy-in from top to bottom because, again, the egos aren't as big and you don't have players trying to prove things. When it comes to the Villarreal job, that's his level. Villarreal is like a yo-yo club. They're a club that sometimes they're in the, the contention for the top four in La Liga. Sometimes they're not. While he was there, he was very successful, right? And playing European nights with Aston Villa, whether that's in Conference League or Europa League, is far more of an accomplishment than playing Champions League nights at an Arsenal or United or, you know, other top four clubs because that's what's expected of you. And so, yeah, of course he'd have Villarreal on the ropes because the pressure to just to get them there was an achievement in itself, not to win. Like when Liverpool go into any Champions League match, the expectation is to win. Can you imagine telling people that are Liverpool fans that, yeah, you know, he got you guys to the semifinals? Like they want to kill Klopp a year removed from getting to the cha- the Champions League final because of the... Almost winning the quadruple, yeah. Almost mm-hmm. winning the quadruple because of what he did the next season. Mm-hmm. If you have that at the small clubs, that guy bribes himself three more years. Nice. So that's the thing with Una, and I think it's apparent. I think he's found his level, like Floss has said. There's even, in, even at where he's at now, you know, like we're talking, he's still has warts like you just mentioned it at home fire didn't they they just got packed i think they just lost to to uh nottingham forest two yeah they lost the forest two no away yeah and you're not gonna hear yeah. too much about it because it's villa losing let, manchester, villa. United lose, let manchester united lose to nottingham forest that's why the deserve links for me are okay i understand them because of how oh, they, we want to see oh, oh they died though for oh they but, died you know what i'm saying but we they, understand they, what brian are doing now yeah. And what they look like now, and we see how inconsistent it is, is just that, okay, you packed out 10 hog, which everybody's taking a turn doing part. That's how that goes. Yeah, we're not the bar. That's why it is. People always use that. Oh, well, we packed Manchester United. Who said that we wouldn't, you wouldn't pack Manchester United? People tried that with me, was in my mentions talking rubbish when I said the Premier, the quality of the Premier League is not good overall. People are like, oh, that's just Manchester United. It's no, the quality is not good. Yeah, it's terrible. The Premier League, in terms of overall quality, is awful. It's awful. Like it overall, when you look at the teams, like the fact that we're the informed team, the fact that we're six, the fact that the team who are seventh haven't won a game since. Bro, you man are six with the negative months. goal difference. That's crazy. But hey, um, young, because that they're bringing up some good points and <laughs> some good questions in the chat. Emery wasn't back like Arteta's been. That's the yeah, but the the, the thing is, whether he was or he wasn't, he was not good enough for Arsenal. That's why he's gone to Aston Villa. I he, he's been at he's no. been at he's been at two would top like clubs to and failed at both. He's he's he's, he's, he's I'm, Bro, I'm I've the, seen enough. I've always said this: it's the pressure. People don't understand the pressure. The man. pressure we're watching, we're literally watching Ten Hag crumble under the pressure yeah. in front of our eyes in live time. You imagine Emery at Arsenal, everything. You imagine Emery watching some of those AFTV fan cams, bro. <laughs> but you know, I mean, think about this is fans. where, this is on, where I kind of hear. This is the only way I can, just to pro- provide another uh, another viewpoint, right? Yeah, yeah, go on, go on. Did Emery ever get eighth? Where did he finish? I think, did he get fourth one time and fifth the others? Who, with Arsenal? Yeah. yeah. No, he, he was there for one full season and he got fifth. Remember he bottled top four and then lost Europa League final to Chelsea. Oh, well, 
And then he got sacked. I can see why people would season. say that then. I'm not, you might be right, Floss, but I think you can at least see why people would say. I mean, people got too much. Because our talking about yeah. Arteta ain't talking about much, I think. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, Arteta seems, I, I put Arteta currently in that same bracket as Emery. Okay, so yeah, that's good that, for that a level. Yeah, yeah, same level. Like if you, if yeah, you put Arteta at Villa, I think he'd do fine. Yeah. Yeah, you put him at Palace, I think he'd do okay because he's already shown at Arsenal that he can do certain things. He's yeah. still a bit unknown, but there's still questions. He's still a bit on there's still question marks because he's new, yeah. but I've seen enough where I go. Hey, Jez, I think you he, could didn't, do, he didn't I play Oh, yeah, he'd go to a villa and do a good job. I, I think you can. And just to get to this, because Kadima he says flawless, that view um is so wrong, it absolutely does my head in. That simply means simply means the league is much more competitive than any given team can take points off the big teams or any given week. This is why this 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 comment is absolutely nonsense. Because just because something is competitive doesn't mean it's quality. It so hurts. you take two, you can take two average teams and they play each other and the game is competitive, but they're still average sides. What are we talking about? You can take like what we, we can take two piss poor sides who are awful, who are two out of ten. We can go to League One and find entertaining games. Are they good teams? No. So what are we talking about? Named Kadima, name the teams in the league that are good. Take out the top three, name the teams that you think are a seven out of ten or above. Don't worry, I'll wait. This is going to be good. This is going to be good. Name the teams, please. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we talking about here? People get competitive and quality mixed up. And people do this all the time. Just because a league is competitive does not mean it's quality. It means it's competitive. What are we doing here? Think about the air division, people. What are we doing, man? That's a competitive league, but it's not. What are we talking about? Yes. Talk about. People getting mixed up all the time. So name the teams, Kadima, that you think are a 7 out of 10 or above and take out the top three. So take out City, Liverpool, and Arsenal. Name the teams you think overall as a level of 7 out of 10 or above. Out of 20, and we'll do the percentage. But T.O., it is awful. The fact that we're six tells you all you need to know. Who's fourth currently, Spurs? Who's fifth? Bear in mind, the team, that se- bear in mind the, team, so the team that are seventh haven't won a game in two months. Wait, what are you talking about? Exactly. This is what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Facts don't care about feelings and it being competitive. Team who are sat seventh haven't won a Premier League game in all once the season. Brighton. No way if they not win a game in two months. Look, really. check it. Check it. We were their last oh, nah. win. Derby's on fraud watch, bro. Check it. 24th of September. By the time the season by, by the time the league starts back, it will be the 25th, 26th. So that's two months. Oh, and they're seventh. A fraud, the man. team that are six right. who are awful and half the fan base, not even half. Some of the fan base won the the the, the general consensus is the manager's not good enough. We're six. <laughs> Shout out! So you Stabby. have the team. So you so you got so you got the team six. Who the general consensus is the manager's not good enough with his ownership mess. We're the informed team in the league, but we're six with a negative goal difference. The team on seventh haven't won a game in two months. And talk about we're informed. Weren't like have you seen nah, it, us play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just results wise. No, no, you know I'm saying. Oh that, shit! I tell a lie. We're eighth. No, sorry, Brighton at eighth. Newcastle at seventh. Sorry. We're we scored West Newcastle. We're ahead of Newcastle. West Ham, we were bang average at this night. This league is shit. I it's told absolutely you shocking. Bund- yeah, let me see. It's, yeah. yeah, it's Bundesliga. It's Bundesliga level. It's awful. What are we doing here? Yeah, Newcastle are representing this country in the Champions League, bro. It's embarrassing to see. Yeah, this guy is outrageous. What are we doing? <laughs> I'm just saying. This guy that. is a fucking joke, man. You know, this guy, <laughs> this guy is a joke, no, man. My Newcastle shots are coming through, bro. I'm telling you. This guy, a whole Egypt, yo. I did, I did say they would be the ones to crumble, but I thought, you know, we'd at least make mm-hmm. a fucking run of it. Holy shit, bro. 
Like, so I'm having a look. Just having a just having a check of Villa's Villa's um away form. Alright, they went at Chelsea. Come talk to us in December. Come talk to us at the back end of December and see where we're at. Then we'll so and and the team in the team in fifth. I think is it the team in fifth? Villa are at fifth. I'm looking here. They've won one away game. I think in the Premier League. I think. I'm just double checking. Hold up. Let me just clarify. Since we're getting into this, since since we're doing, let's just deal with numbers. So away from home, they beat Burnley, Championship side. Lost to Liverpool away. Um, see what else away. Beat Chelsea. Who doesn't? Um, drew away at Wolves. Lost to Nottingham Forest. So the team that are currently sat in. Fifth have won one away game all season long. Jesus. So should, should, should I carry on, people? That's fifth, sixth, and eighth that I've just mentioned. Should I carry on? We beat relegation teams, but we're on form, people. Yeah, we we're form in terms form. of results. What are we doing here? People I are like saying Manchester City are not the what they were, yeah. but hey, we move. That's another thing. That's why I'm saying the league, like I said, I'm still, I don't even know if he answered it. Let me have a look. Yeah, man, facts don't care about your feelings. Like, if people are going to say, I, I disagree, you better... Like, when I state stuff, I have reasons behind it. I have reasons behind it. Kadima, have you named the teams that you think are a 7 out of 10 or above? So you think Villa, Brighton, Newcastle, West Ham, and it goes on and on are all 7 out of 10 above teams? Okay, first. Disagree. teams that have Disagree completely. Since, since until, until that Chelsea game, you can make the argument for Spurs. Right. City have always operated at like man got West Ham. Wait, before you carry on, man got West Ham. You're at bang average side, they're a mid table side, a seven out of ten or above. All right, first, yep, you said Villa, Brighton, Newcastle, West Ham. So, a team who've won one, so team who have won one away game all season long. I'm saying in the Premier League, by the way, and bear in mind they lost to someone piss poor in the conference league. A team who haven't won in two months, and also, um. Where else we at? All right, cool. Fez. You know what I'm saying? No need to name call. You know what I'm saying, Kadima? No need to name call because you're getting spammed. Oh, right look now. at you. Right. Emotional. Yeah, you're emotional, man. Emotional. Like, no one name called you. I just asked you a question. That's all it is. And then we started stating numbers. But hey, ho, we move. If you think this quality of this league is good in terms of teams, Fez. I disagree. Yeah, man. T.O. We, we, we call him West Haram on this West West Haram on this platform, my boy. West Ham, man, told me, man told me West Ham are a good team. Like they're not a bang average side with a couple like good players. Yeah, a couple on, good man. players. They're ninth for a reason. Like what I'm saying, Brighton haven't won in two months. Newcastle, I think they're a six, six and a half at best. Agreed. I'm saying like, that, 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 that's. <laughs> and Villa I try to forget those things. Yeah, and Villa and Villa as we as we're seeing it could change. Are a very good home side. At home, phenomenal record. Away from home, you know what I'm saying. And the only time they've won away from home is against a championship level side. But hey, let's not let let's not like man said. Them numbers mean nothing. So man don't want to deal with facts. Bear in mind they lost to Legia Warsaw in the Europa Conference League away from home. Spread All right, Pelu, take care. I'm just I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying. Hey, love. Hey, love to Pels every single time. Good to see her in the chat. But hey, these this is the quality of the Premier League. This ain't a shot. Bear in mind, my team are terrible as well. I'm saying. Your team, hey, fans, 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 probably the worst. 
Bad news, Kadima. I stated facts. You can answer back. So it's all right. You went to insults. It's okay, man. I know, man. I know what I'm saying is correct. It's all right, though. It's all right. It's okay. It's the correct view. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Because man can't argue back. Nothing I said was incorrect about those numbers. If you're a good side, you don't go two months without winning. You're not in six. If the league's good, you're not six. You know what I'm saying? It's never myopic. What are we talking about here? You know what I'm saying? It's not short-sighted. We've had 12 games. Is that not a third? Is that almost, not almost a third of the league? One third. Yeah, it's about a third. Just yeah. Back, yeah. About a third. Why can't the Premier I don't get why that's such a the crazy statement. I but hear, hey, are we I hear talking highly about goddamn West Ham. West Ham United, you know. The Brighton, Villa and this is a shame. Villa, Brighton and West Ham. If you would have kept it at Newcastle, I could somewhat be yes. like, you know what? Newcastle, I, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. But them other scrub ass teams, they only look good because we look shit. Because the rest it. of the league's not good. And to TO, you said, for example, the, the yeah, it's not just the Premier League. I think it's across Europe as well. We discussed this when we discussed the Champions League, when the group stages was going on. I don't think the I don't think the Champions League is of quality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um to Okalele, you said this. I hope I didn't butcher your name. It says flawless only Newcastle might. If man would have said Newcastle, I would have kept it out of that. So that's Newcastle cool. would, if my, if my, no, you're not, but I can hear the argument. We so can let's hear say the argument. Let's They're say it's City. Six. Yeah, let's say it's City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs, Newcastle. I say it's even those put five. Arsenal in that. <laughs> Arsenal, nah, Arsenal like a six. They, they are Arsenal like a six. Compared to what they, no, no, no. Let's be real. They they perform. At a certain level, like an above average they're level. Definitely, you know, they're definitely, you know, they're an overrated team, but they're still a, a good, very good team. When I say when I say six, they've been better than the majority of the of the clubs, but <laughs> I'd say for the most part, hilarious, Spurs, Spurs have Ed, looked better than hilarious, them. Eddie's hilarious, yo. Uh, who else? Man. Who else? Yeah, City have looked better than them. And Liverpool. There's like something distinctly unique about the Liverpool performances I can point to, like, yeah, the fact that they can take a goal out of midair and just next thing you know, it was nil-nil, and in the 70th minute, they had the, the ability to get three three in a row in, like, five minutes. You're like, okay, that's different. City, to control a game and then have these super subs and have Holland do his thing, that's different. Spurs, the energy. Arsenal, oh. Arsenal out here looking like sugar water, goddammit. A crazy. little bit of flavor. A little bit of flavor. That's it. They have not had one performance where I look at them play and it's like, you know what? They even rem Because they set the standard from last no, year. They set the standard of how they should be playing. And they've that's lost right. that a little they bit. Have, they, have, they have fallen off. But let's say for argument's sake, it is City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Newcastle, Spurs. That's 5 out of 15. Yeah. That's, that's still, not a that's good still return. That's still below. Average. That's a terrible return. Five out of fifty. I mean, five out of twenty. Sorry, someone do the math on that. What's the percentage of that? You don't know me and numbers. Twenty-five So twenty-five. Teams. So twenty-five percent. Thank you, Ryan. Of the league is of a certain quality, and a couple of one of them to me is very questionable. But we'll throw that in there. That tells you all you need to know. If something, if there was a product that was only had only twenty, only twenty-five percent of it was quality, we would not call it a quality product. If twenty-five percent of the shows on Sarcasm City TV were good. 25% of all the shows that you lot see on this channel, you lot wouldn't call this a good channel. You wouldn't be here. 
If the only shows you like for argument's sake, I don't know how many, you got so many shows in there, but let's just say it's the Manum United and it's this show, the United Liverpool show. Let's say it's 25%, whatever that number is, because we do so many shows on here. You lot wouldn't show up. The channel wouldn't grow. There wouldn't be over 70 people here right now. You would, the subscribers wouldn't be going up. The list goes on. So how come we can do that with the Premier League? All of a sudden, but like Kadima said, numbers don't matter. So that tells you all you need to know. Man just wants to talk with feelings and emotions. And just to clarify as well, this is you talking with more feelings and um, emotions where you said, if these aren't good football teams, then I don't know what you want. Prime Barcelona. Yo, I have every to squad. Now, though, but big Bless up. No, again, you putting too much feeling into too much feeling into the uh, into your debate. Who said what I want? Rather than guess, ask me. First and foremost. Secondly, no, I don't want prime Barcelona or Madrid at every squad. You know what I want? I want everybody to be terrible and Manchester United to be good. That's what Big I want. Facts. That's what I want, to be honest, If to clarify. So I have no issue of the, the quality of... Whether the quality of the Premier League is good or whether it's bad makes no difference to me whatsoever. I'm concerned about Manchester United. That's my concern. Manchester United Football Club. That's what I'm fussed about. How good are Manchester United? What are we winning? I watched us win a poor Premier League before and I'd do it again. The same way we won a Premier League and we won four away games all season long. Do you think I care? Nah. You know what I'm saying? It's not watching it on a calculator. It's watching it how it comes along. But you said already, Kadima, you don't care about numbers. So a team can go two, three, four months without um, winning a game and you don't care. That's first. You know what I'm saying? That's a very narrow-minded way to look at things, but hey, each to their own. A striker can, can go zero in 20. You know what I'm saying? Can go zero with, he can get zero goals in 20 games, but you're going to tell me a good striker? Cool. You know what I'm saying? Fez. 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 Bear in mind, I don't care about the quality of the Premier League. Let me just clarify that. Let me yeah. just clarify that. Spooby, I think... To it. Go I think, yes, Dan, just to... Uh... Talk yeah. of what Spooby was talking about with uh, the Luton Town victory. I think you know everybody has a dip, but I think mm. Liverpool have been consistently operating the level. That's maybe six point five is a worry. bit more fair. Mm. Maybe six point five is a big a bit fair. So I go six point five. But yeah, Spurs until this weekend were at a seven, and City, I'd say seven as well. I think those two clubs. Up until this last week, we're operating at a certain level that was higher than a lot of the teams in the crowd. Um, but that's us cutting the fat off it. So even that is crazy because then we're talking about two out of 15 that have been playing yeah, football at a high level. And, and, and just to clarify, this is a prime example, people. I don't know who Kadima supports when he says, all right, keep your stats red to turn. I look at both. You know what I'm saying? I do eye test and stats. What do you mean, Hey, I don't pick and choose. This dude is tripping. Jesus has more quality than Holland. Why? Why? Is he, gotta... is, he, is he a better overall footballer? Yes, but that's a whole different argument. Is he a better footballer? Yes. But does, is he a more productive footballer? No. Now we're doing semantics. See, this is what man do. Don't let man trick you and move the goalpost. That's a, a whole different center. conversation. That's what he want. He want that's a, a whole. He want that's a, a whole. That's a whole, whole different. Com- Anthony's, that, bro. He that, a whole that's a whole different. That's a whole different conversation. Like I said, we with twenty five percent of the squad is good. I mean, twenty five percent of the product is good, but that's a quality league. Right. Like I said, he don't he don't care about numbers. It's just what he sees and his feelings, which is fair. And this is fans you deal with. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this is a prime example, people. This is like the stereotypical social media. 
Fun. How am I gaslighting Kadima? Why am I gaslighting? He ain't, he ain't, he ain't, no, nah, he nah, you, you reaching Kadima. Don't do emotion. Emotion. Like emotionally emotional. called me a dummy. Now he says he don't care about stats. All right. So when a striker goes zero from, like I said, a striker goes zero and eight, that don't matter then. So Mount's going to call calendar year without a Premier League goal. That don't matter. But all right, cool. Nah, hey, nah, Zeus, hey, Zeus, hey, Zeus, hey, Zeus can't even can't even find the back of the net if you walked him up to the goal line. But I'm supposed to believe he a better footballer than Holland. Make it make sense. But again, that's a whole this one of them. That's like the argument about, oh, what do I want in regards to teams in the league? And I said, I don't care. But because I hate I want... it. The only reason I hate it is because they, they yeah. act like finishing chances isn't a skill in itself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a supreme skill. Yeah, it's the hardest thing. It's one of the hardest things to do in in the sport of football. There's very few players that can do it consistently at the highest level. Haaland is one of them. Like this, this is what I'm saying. These Haaland's these, these old them. school, like we had them old school strikers who, like, bro, if they Haaland's if they missed a chance, they was two footing somebody in the opposite because they just felt a certain type of way. I get it, people. You know this positionless type of football where people can interchange and mix and match. But hey, last mm -hmm. time I checked. City won in trouble with that brother. So we're going to watch how we speak on this dude, Holland. I know he's not the most eye-pleasing baller, but he wasn't born to do that. You want to find that with Jesus? Fine. Go Because it's all, go. It's all, again, Eddie, it's all about, because that's a whole different conversation. That's why I didn't want to get into it, because versus who's a better footballer and who's more productive and who's better for a, for a team is two completely different things. But, hey, we move. You know what I'm saying? All right, we toxic again. Now now you're sounding like a girl. No disrespect to any females watching. You're sounding like a stereotypical female. Why the name calling? I should really block you, to be honest, because that's the second name you've called me now. You know what I'm saying? Just because you disagree with me. I ain't called you no names. I've kept it clean. Who, who I ain't called you no names. Better, I don't care about none of that football and nonsense. But hey, he Not thinks the now. Premier League's good. Yeah, but he thinks, like I said, all this stemmed from because I said the Premier well, League. That's crazy. You're going to talk about the quality of football and then turn around and say the Premier League is good football. What is wrong with some of you people, man? That don't make no sense, man. It's probably late over there, man. Get yeah, it's late, man. It's, 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 yeah, it's 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah. People, it's, it's a mazo. And to Spooby, before we close out, Flawless, would you agree that Hotland needs to be better in the Premier League? Absolutely, he does. He should have took the two chances against Luton. Should have took the two chances against Luton, number one. Um, and overall, his gameplay, like when the ball goes up to him, it has to stick and he finds a teammate or he wins a foul. The Fulham game in particular was eye-opening for me where I was like, you weren't doing that enough. And that's nothing to do with the players around you. That's nothing to really to do with the system. You just have to be better. Similar to when Ryan was talking about McAllister on the ball. I'm looking at Hoyler like, yo, holding up the ball as a nine is basic stuff. And he's capable to do that. He has the technical ability and he also has the physical attributes to do it. But... He'll, he'll be fine. I think he'll get goals eventually. When that is, I don't know. Because we've seen it in the champs. Um, but yeah, large of everyone who is locked in. Big up to Jez. T.O., I see you as well. We are going to close out. Final few questions. Big up to Ryan. Um, Pell said, sleep is for the week. Let, tell him. Tell him, Pels. 100%. I feel it. Yeah, the no, flowers child for that type of talk. Well, yeah, man. We are dead, here, man. Bro. We working. Ah, oh, shit, Pels. I didn't even know you wasn't a mud. If you want to be a mud, let me know and I'll mud you, Pels. You should have done been a mud because you've been here. Uh, Sleeping Dragon says, thanks for the show. Um, what you say? Thanks for the show, Flawless. It's all good, man. You know what I'm saying? And salute to Eddie oh. as well for joining because he's not normally on here, but with the United uh, news, I was like, oh, let me shout Eddie and get and get him on. Anyway, anyway, Eddie, anything you want to add in regards to United that we've not mentioned before we close nah, out? Nah, people. 
Appreciate y'all, man. Every time, look, we disagree. All we ask is that you keep it respectful when yes. we disagree. None of the name calling because we ain't going to call y'all names. Facts. And no we ain't going to make me. fun of how y'all look because half y'all got the Abbeys out there or else I'll be cooking some mm. of y'all in the chat. But other than that, man, always appreciate the engagement. I appreciate the disagreements as much as I appreciate the what? places where we agree at. I just appreciate y'all tapping in with us every time. Yeah, man, we really do. We really do. Whether you're like me in the UK and you're on um, you know, just a night owl or, you know what I'm saying, you're in the West Coast or East Coast or somewhere in the time zone where it's more friendly for you. Like, this is why I do. When people say, why do you stream late? For both. You know what I'm saying? I like to have the early shows for the UK time base and everyone who's on normal time and then also for people stateside and other places where it's a better time for them. Because 4.30 p.m. UK time is a horrible time for Eddie and people on the West Coast and also people on the East Coast. So it's like for both. I want to be international. I'm not just UK. Like I'm not just solely you. I'm worldwide. I'm worldwide people. That's what I'm trying to do is provide content worldwide wherever you are for your time zone. For real, for real. Yeah. I really do. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what it is. But big on my guy Eddie every single time. Yeah. yeah. Don't no worry, pals. I'll mud you now. You should have said I've done for you as a mud. One second. I had you as a mud right now as we speak. There you go. So it's good. And Spooby, big up for the super chat, man. Much appreciated. He just put big up everyone. Large up, man. Shout out to my dog, Spooby. Big up, Spooby. Every single time. And to guys who's asking Flawless, what channel um, am I playing clubs on? United Spurs of America. Jacob, if you're still watching, uh, drop a comment in the chat. If not, have one of the mods or I'll drop a link in the chat. But United Spurs of America is Jacob's channel. Spurs fan. He's been on here before. I'm going to get him on again as well. Um, very... Uh, yo, hilarious. That's what that's what I said. Yeah, man. hey, like, that's where you, that's where you go find your good football academia. Watch my dogs go go cook on that pro club. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And that it is. And to Kadima says, which country has the mythical high quality um league? Kadima, you watch you you watch me all the time. I don't watch leagues outside of the country like that, so I don't know. I watch too much Premier League football. I'm not saying watching watch the league. You come bring you come bring it back to us. How about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. You let us know, Kadima. You watch it. I don't want man say, oh, mythical. You care about this. Why am I so salty about this? I don't get it. Am I a fan of the Premier League like that? I'd even just a team. I just multiple teams in the league overall, but hey, each their own, man. People really burn about this. Why do people get so mad about it? This happened on my Twitter as well for someone that said this when I tweeted this out. Well, actually, Usman mentioned it about Manchester United being six and minus goal difference, etc. And I said the, ter the quality of this league in terms, the quality of this league is terrible, like overall. But hey, we move. Same with Champions League. I don't think there's a. I don't think I don't see a good league out there because the Champions League is weak. Take out City and Real Madrid. I don't really rate these teams like that. Even Bayern Munich who are probably top. They're probably third. And we played them, and I was like, huh. Eli, you right? You know how sensitive people can be, flawless. I gotta remember this still. I'm playing with people's emotions because people really like love the Premier League. Like I don't care for it like that. But hey, if someone thinks it's terrible, all right, cool. But anyways, love to everyone that has locked in. Make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe. All that good stuff as well. Um, don't forget, we are available on all audio platforms, people. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast, type in Sarcasm City TV. And this show and all the other shows will pop up, people. So make sure, like I, like I always say, if you want to listen while you're cooking, while you're cleaning, while you're driving, while you're at work, you may be on your way to work, you may just be traveling about, you might be at the gym, 
You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case may be, Spotify, at Sarcasm City TV on Spotify. Follow us, five star us on their people. Um, same with iTunes as well, Apple Podcast, five star us. All you iPhone users, five star us, leave us a review. Um, also, as well, SoundCloud, hit the follow button as well. Um, again, Kadimo, you said I just use insults as part of my vocab, but I don't know you like that. So that's the difference. Eddie can call me a dummy. I'll be like, all right, cool. Like, come on. I don't now. even like no speaking English. like that. I don't even like speaking yeah, like that. I don't. That, this is what it is. People get too comfortable. You use it as um as insults as part of your vocab. I don't know you, Kadima. So it's cool. It's like you, you know it, what I'm saying? This is my rule of thumb. This is well, people. This is how I'm going to help y'all out. This is how I operate. I won't speak to you like this if I wouldn't speak to you like this in public. Mm -hmm. So what? You don't care in a bit, mate. Bye. You know what I'm saying? Hold that. You know what I'm saying? You can stargaze from outside. You know what I'm saying? Man, no, that's tough. You, you did it to yourself. Yeah, you, yeah, to yourself. Yeah, you did it to yourself. You can stargaze from outside, innit? Well, yes, baby, this is it. You can call, call Eddie can call me whatever he likes. You lot have seen how people treat talk to me on this channel. Not so much Eddie, but people, Seth is friend to beat me up before on here. These men are always cracking on me. You know what I'm saying? In regards to my football team or just me in general. But like some this is like someone we don't know. Big up Z in the chat as well. Like this is not that what out do. my dog Z. I don't always want to do too much. You know what I'm saying? So what? I don't care. All right, hold that. You know what I'm saying? You can stargaze from outside. Yeah, love that. Um, but where was I at? Yeah, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Tap in, type in Sarcasm City TV. Please just keep it respectful. That's all it is. People in the people in the chat always cracking jokes that I'm bad at maths. Cool, but that's the regulars. If Sheik says some shit to me, guess what? That's calm. Warrior J, etc. Calm. I swear down people like to rile you up flawless because you're too calm all the time. I think that's what it is. And I enjoy the debates because you can learn something new. Because he was like, oh, you man went on a run. It's like, no, we had, we was going back and forth. Like, that's just nothing wrong with that. Same way me and Eddie will debate stuff. You know what I'm saying? Or me and Ryan or me and whoever in the chat. But people always want to do too much. You know what I'm saying? Name calling. I would never name call. I've never name called any of you in the chat. Ever. Ever, I would never do that. I'll never ever do that. But hey, never. But hey, we move in it. We're different. That's all it is. But maybe it is Eli. Maybe it's my demeanor that annoys people because my team's bad. I'm supposed to be here crying all the time when I've accepted it. But hey, oh, we move. Yo, Eddie, always love man. Chopping over oh, anything you want to before we close out. Nah, switch over to uh, Jacob United Spurs of America. Make sure you go subscribe, and then when y'all over there, type in the chat Eddie for DOF. <laughs> and then you know we move man we move but yeah love to everyone that has locked in and yeah to um shiku mentioned it as well see yeah warrior j you lot trolled me about the career mode come you know what i'm saying if you're regular here say whatever man what off a ducks man? oh eli became a member <laughs> shout out my dog man oh shout out to eli real one became a sarcasm citizen much appreciated in that much 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 appreciated oh the sarcasm city tv community is strong not sure but my twitch notifications didn't go off today i missed the fan calling show when's the next one flawless no stress we are back on the twitch people just to clarify we are back on the Sarcasm City TV Twitch, so make sure you get over there. All the kick content will be over on the Twitch. Premier League watch-alongs, Champions League, NBA watch-alongs, F1, NFL. Well, fan calling shows sometimes over there. Q members Q&As all back over on the Twitch people. Download the app for free, sign up for free. And if you have Amazon Prime, you can use it to subscribe to the channel for free and you don't get adverts. Z, no stress, man. You just got here. Big up to you, man. Eli, I'll again, big up for becoming a member, man. Large up, man. You lot are real ones. For real, for real. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the kick for the time being is there. So I'm not using kick at this moment in time. 
It's it's Sarcasm City TV YouTube, Sarcasm City TV Gaming YouTube channel, and now the Sarcasm City TV Twitch, where we're going to be back with a bang on there, people. So, for instance, when the Premier League comes back, I'm doing three watch-alongs that day. So I'm doing Manchester City-Liverpool, the early kickoff. Then I'm doing Newcastle United versus Chelsea, 3 p.m. Then I'm doing Brentford-Arsenal. So you're going to get free oh, watch-alongs. Fucking around when we come back. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying in that. Yeah, you already know. And even before that, people, you're going to get both England games, the one on Friday, the one on Monday against Malta and North Macedonia over on the Twitch. You're going to get some NBA watch-alongs, but there's a schedule on there anyway. So yeah, man, we're not slowing down, people. No Hashtag no days off. I meant that shit when I said it. You know what I'm saying? No days off. We keeping it rolling. And sorry, one last thing. I know I'm talking, but, you know, I keep the lights on in this bitch so I can. Um, next fan calling show, early Saturday. It'll be like 1 p.m. UK time. 12.30 p.m., 1 p.m. UK time here on the YouTube channel. I run a fan calling show. Hey, Eli, appreciate the love from you lot. And Buna says, thanks. Great show. We're only back one show tomorrow here on the YouTube Sarcasm City Sports Q&A. Before that, we'll be on the Sarcasm City TV gaming YouTube channel, Pro Clubs, 9 p.m. So make sure you tap in to that. But this has been the Manchester United um, Liverpool show, Man of United podcast. Um, Analysis at Anfield Podcast live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube. Big up for tuning in. And she, thank you for the kind words. There's one thing I tell you for a fact. Flawless never misses with his content. We here, man. But big up, man. Love to everyone, man. Shout out to the Sarcasm City TV community.